You can put those guys together. Yeah. They can lose to a team with just LeBron. Because right. one person can make that difference. Right. Like, that's why right now in the NBA, it's kind of like an arms race. How many good people can we get on your on our team right now? Yeah, that, you know I, mean, I mean, it really does feel like that right now. With it is. Like, it's an arms it, race. It is. Like, people and trying I to stack and fucking hate it. Stack the deck. It's because of, of LeBron. Yeah, uh, uh, like yeah. Durant. Is it because a, he's so much better than the yeah, average? That people, I think people just because he doesn't have that like Kobe Jordan. I'm gonna kill you. Like he's very much like I'm gonna make the right play. And that from my football mindset, I think that's why I like him so much because mm-hmm. I like the strategy and stuff. And he's like, I'm gonna do what's the best move, not necessarily me being the best player. I'm just gonna take this over, which he does sometimes. For the most part, he's yeah. always looking to make the best move. Where I mean, Kobe and Jordan are like, that's super. I'm just gonna do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, and today's episode is another discussion-based topic. We're going to try something a little bit new and it's called Sports Talk. And in our first episode of Sports Talk, we're going to do None other than basketball. Reason being is Jordan Chris, long time on the show, is a major, major fan of basketball and specifically LeBron James. We also have another friend of ours who's the first time on this podcast. His name is George Martinez, and he is another major basketball fan, but also major fan of Jordan, or Michael Jordan. I was going to say Jordan Chris again. Whoops. Anyways, the, the two of them are such major fans that their discussion here really kind of blows the the entire debate out of the water like it's way deeper than just Jordan versus LeBron and all that kind of stuff but that's kind of like how I envisioned these kind of conversations to kind of stack up and in the first about 10 minutes or so we kind of talk about just sports in general and how you know for me I'm not a huge sports fan in the nitty-gritty of it but I love the mindset of elite athletes so that's the idea of I come into this is the specific stats and all that kind of stuff don't really interest me But looking at how athletes become great is, or what makes a great athlete, even is a better question, is what drives my interest in this field or this area of athletics. So it's kind of uh, a little convoluted there, but either way, this was an amazing conversation. I think that I learned a whole lot as a person who didn't know a lot um, about the sport of basketball in its current state that I could kind of watch a game or two and see a lot more going on than I would have in the past. And I hope that kind of gets out there in uh for you as well so (laughs) with that everyone please enjoy this conversation with jordan chris and george martinez on basketball all right everyone we're back with another episode of feeding curiosity joined again by jordan chris what's up how you doing and first time guest george martinez hello 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 everyone so George, since the first time, go ahead and just give yourself a little background deal here, and then we'll get into why we are having this conversation, so to speak. Oh, uh, well, I mean, 
You said you wanted to talk shit about basketball, and yeah, uh, that's sports. what I've done my whole life. So uh, I guess I'm the most qualified, and uh, I love to just disprove Jordan at every corner. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> as far as LeBron being the GOAT, so he tries. that's yeah. my main reason for yeah, being here. Yeah, so that's, that's the whole reason. We were, I, I kind of had Jordan. I was like, you know what we need to talk about? Because you know, we're pretty on the intellectual side of things, and we're kind of mm-hmm. talking about storytelling a lot. And I was just kind of like, let's just break it up and throw a curveball. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah, so he hit me up after the Super Bowl. It was like the yeah. next day or something like that. He's like, "Yo, we should talk about sports." And I'm like, "You're not really you. You don't really care about sports so much." And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know too much about specifics. Like, I get really into like the mindset, like what makes mm-hmm. a top performer a top performer, that yeah. kind of stuff. I like, I love listening to podcasts like that kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had of like a fair sport, it's for sure like MMA. Yeah, that's your favorite UFC. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's something about like when when you hear a fighter recount their things and like how they go through the process. Since it's such oh. a solitary thing, that went that went a different direction than I thought it was going to go. What? There's something about watching another man just fucking knee the shit out of another man in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a part of it yeah. too. Yeah. Or the girls. The girls are savages, dude. Yeah, yeah the love girls women's girl UFC is crazy. like some of the best shit you could watch. Yeah. I mean, like I, I listen to what like George St. Pierre is one of my favorite. Just retired today. Yeah. Announced his retirement. He did yeah, really. Yeah. Wow, that's my favorite that's, fighter too. His like I still remember that back when we were in high school when he was like in his prime. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I first saw him fight, it was him versus Matt Sarah, and okay. I, that that was the first UFC fight I ever watched. Yeah, yeah, first fight I ever watched, and I was rooting for Matt Sarah because I'm like I just like that name because I'm like because it's like two first names and I got two first names. So I was oh like, right, you know what I mean? Jordan <laughs> yeah, Chris, true. Matt Sarah. So I'm like, I mean, <laughs> Sarah's a girl name, but you know what I mean? I was just Whatever. like, damn, yeah. I'm like, I'm going for Matt Sarah, and he got his ass whooped, and I'm like, or no, no, didn't George lose? Uh, George lost. Yeah, yeah the yeah, first yeah. one. So Matt Sarah came in after he got that fight after he won the Ultimate Fighter, which is like the comeback yeah. where they had a bunch of different people on there, like Shoney Carter and a whole bunch of people. Uh, okay. And uh, he won that, and so his prize, instead of, like, when people usually win the UFC, they get a contract, yeah. Or yeah. blah, blah, blah. He just got a title fight. And so Whoa, he fucking crazy. knocked the shit out of GSP. Yeah. Look at the first round, actually. Like, yeah, was, right away, he hit him yeah. with, like, a right, and then GSP just went down, and Sarah was just like, all right, fuck this. I'm <laughs> going <laughs> balls to the wall. And <laughs> next thing you know, he's a champion, and everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah, like, what? Like, what, like, what fuck just happened? <laughs> this guy yeah. was about to get fired, like, six yeah. months ago. <laughs> Yeah, it was I wild. mean, it's just wild for me to like, cause like pulling back the curtain on like top performers and just when you like hear stories about who they are and you're just kind of like, oh wait, they're like just people. Cause there's just so much yeah. couch quarterbacking going on when you like yeah. talk about the, like the rough sport of it, just like the, the thousand foot view of it when you're just, you know, watching on TV or bullshitting with your friends. Like why is X or Z like right. the best yeah. and you could argue and debate forever. Which yeah. is part of why we're doing this, <laughs> and it makes it fun. But it's kind of like for me too. Is like just when you kind of uh, take apart some of the fighters. Like if you, the other one I would like to do down the line would be like Muhammad Ali versus Tyson kind of debate. It's not really a debate to be had, in my opinion. Uh, right, yeah. I know that's what I've heard, but it would still be cool just to like look at their place, like their styles and things like that, or like the eras that they were from. Right, right. Th- that's what I like. My way to my like one of my one of the things that I do to compare, like if I were to say like who's better, Michael or Jordan or Tyson and Ali? Yeah. If they face each other in their prime, what would happen? Right. It's like well. Literally, one of two things would happen: <laughs> either Ali would just run circles around Tyson until he tires him out, and then ultimately wins. Yeah. Or Tyson hits him with one shot that just literally breaks Ali's neck. And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they just 
you can't compare. Yeah, they're so different. Their fighting style is so different. Mike was a slugger, and Ali was like, like the perfect boxer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. next to people won't like this, but next to like Floyd Mayweather, like Ali was probably the best pure boxer. You can hit on Floyd all you want, but when it comes down to being the best pure boxer, he's a, the best defensive. It's like, his, it's boxing. That's his, what like, boxing intu- is. His I mean? intuition is so next level. Yeah, yeah. Box- his boxing sense. Yeah, yeah. Boxing, <laughs> isn't, ridiculous. boxing isn't like I'm just trying to beat this dude's ass. It's, yeah. it's like a science. It's the sweet yeah. science. I mean, you don't have called. forty game or forty matches no. and not, not lose. take like significant damage. Yeah, without the, having fifty. Yeah. yeah. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> so so much I know. <laughs> but like yeah, it's boxing I feel like fighting sports are different because it's like especially with UFC, like every time there's like, Oh, this dude's the best, he gets his, he gets knocked out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's only John been a few John Jones and GSP. You know what I mean? Those are like the only two dudes who have like <laughs> consistently been the best while they're on top. You know what I mean? Like GSP has like thirteen title defenses or something like that. Yeah. So it's like the most and then is John Jones is like eleven. I think it's thirteen. And John Jones is at like eleven or something, something yeah. around there. He's close, but he's not quite there. He needs to just get up. John Jones is definitely drugs. one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, and, he's the best. And you know, like there was a there was a part so like uh Joe Rogan does fight companions. Obviously, most people who enjoy Which we should en- do one, by the way. Enjoy any sort of MMA stuff, know about the fight companions. I don't know what that is. So basically they watch the fights and usually don't really pay attention while doing the fights. But they just talk about MMA and bullshit with his friends. Basically, yeah, they basically sit around and talk shit and get uh, high and get a little drunk and eat pizza, whatever. Eat pizza and basically, watch, watch bros the basically being what everyone does. Yeah, yeah, it's like but if we were at pops watching a fight, except we'll, we'll we'd be anywhere else. Right, this we'd be doing this. Like this yeah. <laughs> that sounds dope. We it's fucking that. fun. I'm saying we just don't so have me fun. and Moses on here because it would be a shouting match. No, for the the yo, no, I swear to God, yo, John Jones, <laughs> is gonna, you gotta hit him with the <laughs> like, all right, so GSP has nine title defenses. Nine. John Jones has eight. Okay, so I was Anderson Silva has ten. He's second of all time, and Demetrius Johnson has the most as of really uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, but I think that might have changed. I think like Stipe, Major- no, Stipe has the most heavyweight defenses. Stipe, right? right? Suck my balls. Ooh. Oh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I really like Stipe. But I yeah, do. He's too. got three. I don't think he's the most. I think he's just heavyweight. I think uh, he's just heavyweight. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because Chuck Liddell and. I think Pat Miletic and Frank Shamrock, all those are light heavyweights. Well, they might be heavyweights. Who knows? There's some guys from like the black, Bass in the Plat, right? Bass yeah, from the past that back when uh, Mex- Mexican uh, supplements were approved or not measured. Niggas was, was on deer antler spray, <laughs> <laughs> like the <Ray> Lewis. <laughs> yeah, or, so <laughs> Uberim. You know, we all, oh, we all yeah. hear about those times. Tr Tidor, right. there you go. Tr Vidor. Oh yeah. my God, Vidor Belfort. <laughs> I've seen some of those pictures, man, of guys postroids or the before pre-roids. and after. Yeah. Have you seen his? They're like specifically fucking crazy. He literally looks like Superman. Like someone just chiseled a fucking statue. Then <laughs> the other the one, it looks statues? like, oh yeah, no, that's a forty-year-old man who yeah. uh, is getting old. His tits are sagging, and like, <laughs> yeah, that's what that does for you. Like, right, right. <laughs> it, like steroids is a real thing, right? Jeez. <laughs> oh, and plus, there are genetics on top of it, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say we are probably, at least me specifically, when we get into the bulk of this, yeah. going to be referring to the phones a little bit no, just that, to pull up stats. That's good. Man, that's you're hard. a bitch, bro. Let's just go from the heart. I didn't do any research. Nah, I, didn't, I didn't do... No, this is off the... This going is off the, off, we're going you know off the cuff. This is how no, I feel. Because no, no. I'm going to prove you wrong and <laughs> pound you to the dirt, and I want the facts. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I mean, they're, they're He's they're looking at facts. like a sport. This yeah, is blood sport. Like, this, like you don't have no defense. I mean, hey, man. But for the GSP thing, it's if you count 
So it says, if you want to count only title victories, interim belts included, Jordan St. Pierre tops this with 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> count interim title belts because there's uh, so is, many interim, interim bullshits. It's crazy. Well, I mean, the, the UFC kind of got into a thing where they had an issue because of Connor going to different weight classes. Now, everyone else is jumping to different weight classes. And so it's like, you have a champion here. He goes and wins another belt, right? They become a champ champ. And so what do you do? Like, if you're Dana, you're like, well, fuck, I had three guys lined up. You right. know, one for a title shot, two for the contender. And yeah. now you got to mix all that up. So it's like, oh, gotcha. all right, well, we're going to have to strip this guy, give this guy the interim belt until this guy decides what he's going to do and mm-hmm. kind of just do a bunch of that. So I played it pretty well, in my opinion, but it's just like, I, I don't right. like the whole interim I mean, it's just, it's just weird, right? Because it's like makes yeah. everything con- convoluted. Yeah. Because like, who's the seems. real champ champ? That, right. Or not the champ champ. And here's the, the thing. That's a Connor thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I think it's more of a IMG WME thing more right. than anything. Like yeah. ever since they bought the company, yeah. all they're about is making money. And don't get me wrong. Like. Yeah, because it, people get hyped about fights, yeah, basically. As fans, we've gotten a lot of really good fights. Like they've put on some really good cards and all this shit. But just the way that. I don't think Dana has full say in what goes on. I think right. that there's something maybe in the background where they're like, yeah. When you always got an owner, it's always hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Instead of him being the one that called the shots. All right. So I think at this point, let's just roll it back and be like. Welcome to the UFC podcast. Right, yeah. We, we, we took a deep dive into something else for real quick. So let's That's give the back. No, you're good. I brought it up because I told I was just saying about what I want to do about this in the future. Um, but it became now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but, so, I mean, that proves that we can do this more than once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so let's just kind of paint the picture about your guys' interest in the sport world, specifically basketball for this one. Hmm. All right. You can go first, so, man. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So my basketball interest. It started, okay, so I used to not like the NBA, right? So I used to not watch basketball really ever um what you mean just huh? wait oh, no, I said scrub. i'm sorry <laughs> no, so i was i was always a huge football fan you know what i mean i just liked the strategy i just thought there was more to the team aspect of like in football which there is yeah. and yeah. that's what i liked more so i like watching that there was more strategy involved there was more to it so to that's me, basketball feel not basketball football feels more like a chess it thing. is 100 100 percent. you got it there's a lot i mean there's different factors but ultimately right. it's like these are my pieces versus your pieces. How am I going to place what I have against yours? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pure strategy and then execution after. Where basketball can be execution can come before the strategy sometimes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, it took me a while to kind of get more of an appreciation. I didn't really like basketball until I started playing. Um, oh. Which was like my junior year of high school. I never played on a, like a college uh, or on a school team. But I like played a lot for fun. Um, and then I was like, yo, this is dope. I really like this. Actually, it was a little before that. I would say, like, freshman, sophomore year, I'll say. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yo, this you is would do- play at Olympic Park with all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, would, we played that. a lot yeah. around we a lot. We, senior we, year. Yeah. When you started playing with yeah. me, it was like junior, senior year. Yeah. You that was fun. With us my senior year when mm-hmm. we were all playing with, like, yeah. Roscoe and yeah. all those other people. Yeah. 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 We would play a lot. Like, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy playing a lot. That's for sure. Like, yeah. That was, like, fun to be able to just get better over time and stuff and i mean our neighborhood was pretty active with this like mm-hmm. kids that would just show up at the basketball courts yeah, and we there, would just a lot of people around throw there. around games and stuff and i think jeremy would be there too every yeah. so often and uh for a while we had shout out to jimmy fist fits and neil patty 
Yo, yeah, those are two on twos. Dude, our two on twos got yeah, super intense. I'll yeah, I'll touch on that. Um, I, had, I did play when I was younger, too. I just didn't really care for it much. But then, yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, we used to have, me and Wenzel used to have two on twos, like, literally every weekend, like, what, three or four summers ago? Was yeah, it, it was, like, Saturdays, like Saturday, yeah. at, like, mid-afternoon. Yeah, like, every week we'd go play, yeah. and it would be me and Wenzel. We'd twist it up sometimes, but typically it was me and Wenzel versus Neil. Uh, this kid, Neil Patel and Jimmy Fitzhugh. I know Neil Patel. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was like perfect was hype matchup between me and Neil, yeah. and skill matchup too. It was like me and Neil versus Jordan and Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy was <laughs> Jimmy's fucking good. You know, you know Jimmy. I don't know. You, I, I feel like you, yeah, I feel I like you met him right, before yeah. at least yeah. once or twice. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, he I'm went. He sure. went to Conan, so I'm sure you've. Yeah, I'm, I've, 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 yeah. You don't know. You don't know how many times somebody's <laughs> like, "Hey, do you know blah 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 from Conan?" And I'm like, "Nigga, I knew everybody." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I wasn't really like I was not friends with anybody in high school. I was just like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Yeah. I'm gonna walk around my Hello Kitty blanket, bitches. <laughs> say something. Say something out there. You were like Herrera, where you just show up to places and be like, run the place. You like, yeah. you like the Don. Except Herrera yes. just didn't own anything. He was just a ghost. He would just act like he owned it. <laughs> <laughs> the Herrera special, dude. Yeah. Um, <sighs> basically. Yeah. We get back to the point. Yeah. Um. So I got into basketball really with uh, LeBron James. So like. I had watched him in high school before, still didn't really care about the sport, but I had, like, heard about him, so started watching his high school games. Then fast-forwarded when the first game I watched, like, where I was into it was his debut. Yeah. Right? Um, it was against Sacramento. I forget what year it was. I think it was 04. Three. Was it three? Yeah. Three or four. Probably three. Yeah. Um, against Sacramento, and that was the first game. So ever since then, I'm like, all right, I don't still don't care about basketball <clears> that much, but LeBron's my favorite player. Like, the dude's dope. You know what I mean? Then from the, from right, <laughs> I'm glad we can agree on that. <laughs> hey, you can't hate on yeah. him being dope. I don't yeah. know about goat, but like he's fucking close. Yeah, and then he's from, he's up there, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, from there, it just expanded, and now it's my second favorite sport, still behind football. But yeah, I never you were really into into football like that. Oh it's yeah, crazy. I'm nerd. Yeah, like so Jordan just to kind of wrap the, the whole encapsulate this whole thing. Jordan got super into this year's fantasy. Like, Not just this year, but yeah. But like, yeah, that's extra. Bullshit. Like, he's playing were, with idiots, okay? I saw his teams. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You were playing no, with idiots. No, Let's no, be real here. If no, you were in any of my leagues, none no, of that would have ever no, happened. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. George, I'm telling you. This is one thing I 100% you will you no. <laughs> like, just, well, just let no. me in. I don't care what the buying is. Next year, you're gonna, you could start a fantasy league or I'll start one. I'll just start another one. And we can all play. Yeah, and I will. You know, I'll school you. That team okay. that I, the team that I posted was mm-hmm. my work league. No one else there played fantasy. That makes sense. And it was an eight team league, so everyone's team was stacked. Jesus. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> that was my fi- and I still fucking lost that league. <laughs> was, oh, oh my god! My, How no, did that happen? Bro, because it was eight. <laughs> no, so I hate doing less than ten to twelve people. That's the perfect number. If you do more than twelve, it gets kind of too. You know, like fourteen too and sixteen. It's like too no. much going on. And then eight yeah. is like everyone's team is stacked. So it's really just like who's the luckiest one. Yeah, yeah. who's picking I mean? up? Who? It's more about waiver wire act, waiver wire activity and well, who's even, up to speed on that. Yeah, and, but the waiver. Unless it's like an injury, the waiver doesn't even matter because everyone's you have so many stars on your team that like oh let me pick up this True. dude. It's like okay, I just think it's funny when people are like, well you know if there's an injury, like bro, we talk about football. Everyone gets hurt. That's yeah, whatever. Like, but like that's the only time it matters where it's like oh you know like when Kareem Hunt went out, like you had to be on it to pick up uh, what was his name? I'm uh, so mad he went to Cleveland. He should have came to Bears. <laughs> Damn, I can't. Remember. He really should have, dude. Like, <sighs> pissed that he didn't. Yeah. Come Where'd he go? He went to Cleveland. Yeah, I like play that. with. Baker, 
Well, yeah, but they I have like Nick that. Chubb, so what are they going to do? Anyways, <laughs> that's football. Yeah. yeah. We can talk about that another time. I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd <laughs> I'm our, of a football. Like football podcast. See, again, we, we got it. Number two, football. Let's yeah. go. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Number three, UFC. make it fucking right? happen. All right. Yeah. Uh, tell right. us your basketball yeah, background. Basketball oh, oh, man. Uh, let's see. Because you used to play a lot. I remember you back Yeah, I played. I mean, there was uh, there was times where... Uh, <laughs> do you guys remember Dave Jackson? Yeah. Still <laughs> one of my best friends. I don't even consider him a brand. He's like my brother. But he uh, he and I had a bunch of friends that went to the Sh- Art Institute in Schaumburg, the little rapper mm-hmm. friends that lived at Treehouse, which is where my grandparents lived. Sorry, I hit the mic. Um, <laughs> but so what we would do is, of course, we would all... Uh, participate in certain illegal activities and uh then go play in the basketball courts at like two, one two o'clock in the morning sounds about right and uh you know i didn't care if it was cold or not we would just fucking hoop for hours man like sometimes till sun was up all of a sudden we're like wait a minute what the fuck time is it and you're like um, whoa yeah but then also you know we always went to like once olympic opened up which i think was my like junior year of high school or something like that right like your guys' yeah, uh, freshman year or something like that oh, I don't, yeah i don't remember I remember, yeah. I remember it was like used to be super trash. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it was trash. <laughs> Who would go there just to dig around? And then all of a sudden they put the basketball courts in and they made everything super nice. So we're like, yeah, yeah cool. So I remember like uh, most days after school, you could find, you can go there and like half of the actual ball players after practice would go there and play. And uh, like from Conan and Schaumburg and all the different high schools. And so we would always run and. I just love trying to like that was back when I was in a lot of a lot better shape. So right. everyone was like, Oh, you're fat, you're not gonna do anything and I'd fucking blow past them and be like, What's well, now, bitch? <laughs> so I love doing that to people, of course. Yeah. And uh I mean you're just I was a big pretty on defense too. person in general. Yeah, yeah. It gets the best of me. I mean, like I don't know where that drive came from. You know how most people are like, Oh, I got my competitor drive when um blah 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 happened. I'm just like right. I've just been like this. There's something in your family, because you and Moises both have that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Like we're got, just born with it, man. There's an edge. There's some like competitive yeah, drive in both of you. Even when it's just not competitive. Like, like hey man, <laughs> no. you want some water? I can drink it faster than you. I, I, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I'm not like that very much anymore. I feel like I've kind of calmed down a little bit as dude, far that's as so that's true. It's like damn, I'm just trying to drink some water. <laughs> man, I'm just I'm just trying to share beer with you. You don't have to have a chugging contest. Like, uh, Moses is definitely like that. Who is my brother? For mm. all of you listening, but. I feel like Shout I kind of calmed down. Yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love my brother. <laughs> it's, it's so it's one step closer to getting his bitch ass on here because I've tried to ask him. He's like, man, I don't got an interesting story. I'm like, bitch, what the hell? Moses has an interesting story as far as like his weight loss and his journey. Like, right. that was, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's if a, I could he, do that, he's scared. I think he's crazy. not sure how to like articulate it. Is, well, he's is, he's a little stupid, you know. <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little. <laughs> I mean, he's punched the head on a weekly, constantly. Now. Yeah, <laughs> no, I still think that it's fucking with him in very terrible ways. But, um, but yeah, no. So back to the basketball thing. Uh, man, I mean, uh, it, it's been my favorite sport for fuck as long as I can remember. Yeah, I mean, I still remember uh, being. Um, let's see, five years old was it? Would have been 96 for the second three-peat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still remember watching it. I remember him winning, uh, Jordan winning. I remember walking outside. I was living in a little town in, uh, it was Franklin Park in a tight little knit community. And I went outside uh, to get some fresh air like after the game because that was back when people didn't give a shit if their kids were outside at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and uh, Different times. Fireworks were going off and it was like right. super exciting. And I'm like, fuck, 
this is great. And so, so uh, then I got to watch it again the year after. Yeah. And then the year after that, and I've, I've just been hooked ever since. Yeah, like, I can see that that would yeah. have a whole different impact yeah. because we were we were a little too young for us to be like. Yeah, three. Yeah, you guys would have been three. Maybe yeah, three to, to, to like know what was going on. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I, I definitely didn't know what was going on. Like, I, I didn't have the full. Uh, but you were like old enough. Impact of a right. three-peat. Yeah. Like, but you were old enough that. to kind of like see the uh, the hype and excitement I for it. It's just like, that dude can jump so high. <laughs> so cool. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, for me, I guess the first like foray into sports was probably. What's that movie? Oh my god, it's slipping my mind. Space, Space Jam. Jam. Mm. Yeah, so I feel like I was fucking like, forget Space Jam. No, I, I was like, like the '93 kids. Yeah, I mean, not I'll say '90s in general, yeah. but yeah. like, like our age. Like, I feel like Space Jam introduced me to Michael Jordan. Like officially, sure. like I knew who he was. Oh when yeah, I saw Space Jam. I'm like, oh, that's that dude. You know, yeah, what I mean? right. Them retirement years, dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie was legit. Like just in general, like, oh, it was great. So Space Jam two. It's filming this summer. Oh yeah, uh, that's With great. LeBron James. I was gonna say LeBron. James. Hey man, you know what? I hope he kills it. Like honestly, I, I hope, he does. hope he does. Too. I really yeah. do hope he does because I. They've been talking about it since fucking like seven Forever. years ago, dude. Yeah. Like I think that was the first time I heard like a someone's writing a script, and I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah. fine. Yeah. And then they're like, well, my uh, LeBron's gonna be in it, and that was seven years ago, right, so that yeah. would have been like no ring LeBron, no one ring LeBron. And yeah, that, uh, that, that would have been 2012, which first. is the second year with the Heatles after they lost to Dirk. Fucking shout out to Dirk. And uh, oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember I'm just like, fuck, I hope he does well because I, I would hate for it to suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it'll be good. I think I, that's part of why he went to hot, like L.A. Yeah. I think it was because like he, he I mean, yeah, he said he wanted to get into movies. He has a production company. Where he he's producing some show called like, uh, yeah. what's it called? I forget. The, some news reporter told him to stick to basketball or shut up and dribble or something like that. Oh so yeah, that was uh, what's her face from Fox News. It was her, her, him and Durant when they did that interview, sit down yeah. interview with, uh, uh, I think it was Carrie Champion. Or, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure yeah, who it somebody. Was. Yeah, it was reporter. a black lady who used to do uh, first take. I think yeah. it was Carrie Champion. I don't forget her name. She's yeah. great, by the way. I read some of her articles. They're yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. This reporter told them that stick don't talk about politics. Pretty much. <laughs> Damn. Stupid. That's dumb. But Ignorant just because people. Just yeah, I was gonna say just because you're an athlete doesn't mean oh, you can't voice well, your opinion. Yeah. yeah he's in the top one percent of money earners. <laughs> you know, he gets fucked by Uncle Sam probably more than all of us. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure he has the right to say what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Um. So before we like when we were setting this all up, George, you you messaged me about books. Like yeah. So I thought that was really cool that you even had like that because I feel like sports and books don't mesh well. Don't yeah, don't intuitively yeah. come to mind. Yeah. And so if you want to give like your top like three favorite books or books that you really enjoyed, I'll give you I'll give you three. Yeah. Um, and we can always add more in the show notes, but so just the ones that yeah. You find so the so the one the one that I just picked up, uh, I actually got it as a Christmas gift was. Uh, the Mamba Mentality by Kobe, the one that he just dropped. Oh, cool! And it was actually pretty interesting because uh, I'm, I'm a lot, I'm a very visual person, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not a big reader. Right. But something about the book, like uh, he he talks about um, just kind of like his journey, a lot of different experiences, and uh, like the fact that he only made four friends, like true friends, like while in the league. Yeah, while in the league, one of them being that like Crom Butler, and like uh, there's a few people that kind of matched his level of competitiveness yeah. to a certain degree. Um, and so that's a really good one. It's, it's not that long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a, pre- a lot of pretty cool shots. 
That's some shots cool. that I've never even seen before. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a really, really good book. Uh, the other one that I really, really enjoy is Six Rings by Phil Jackson. Uh, he dives into a lot of like uh, like his relationship with his players and like management and ownership and yeah. uh, like I don't know if you guys know I know you probably don't you might but like how everything with the Bulls ended in '98 and yeah things just kind of fell apart and it was a lot of greediness and just a lot of bad stuff going around it and uh, which ultimately like landed Scotty in right. fucking Portland and yeah a whole bunch of shit happened and he so, went to Korea and yeah things out stranger oh no that was Dennis Rodman yeah. oh Rodman sorry God went to it. North Korea and he. <laughs> Lost his goddamn mind. He lost his goddamn mind when he was in Detroit. But he's with uh, with Kim Jong, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If there's ever nuclear war, uh, all he has to do is go catch a plane to North Korea. That's the guy. We're going to make a movie about it. He's going to save the world. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? The Interview 2, starring Dennis Rodman. Um, So that one's a really good book. Uh, It's a little bit more of a difficult read. Phil Jackson has a lot of weird vocabulary. He talks about his upbringing, how he's a fucking redneck damn near. Uh, like farmer yeah. boy and uh, mm-hmm. um, but my all time favorite book as far as like basketball goes and it's actually like even though it was written I think like eight years ago it surprisingly still holds a lot of value just because of the way it's written is uh, the book of basketball by Bill Simmons um, that was the one you recommended to me and I was like yeah that's fucking cool it's a 700 <laughs> fucking page book um, but I mean you, it's one of those that you don't necessarily have to read it front to back. Um, for example, he has something in there called the Pantheon. And uh, it's like his idea of how the Hall of Fame should be done. Instead of being like, all of these people are Hall of Famers. It's like, well, there's five levels. Mm-hmm. There's right the, the, the people that barely made it. Then people who are a level above that. Then the people who are a level yeah. above that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the these guys would have been great if not for the very, very top. Like cream right. of the crop. Yeah. Right. Um, and in that very cream of the crop, it's like a very select amount of players. Yeah. yeah that's um, actually, that's, that's cool. super, that's super cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, very cool idea. And, uh, like he does, uh, one of my favorite sections of the book is he calls it his wine cellar team. And, uh, basically he goes into detail. It's like, if, if we were being invaded by aliens yeah. and they were like, you need to make one basketball team, we'll give you a time machine, like a super all-star team, basically. super all-star team. But he goes so fucking deep where he's like, I want Michael Jordan from the month of February from the 92-93 season. Oh, shit. Where he's just like, he goes off for like 50 points a game. And That's so he crazy. fucking goes in, dude. And it's like, mm. oh, it's so great. That's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny, too. Like, uh, that, that dude is like the king of, uh, like, footnotes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, he's a bunch of pop culture references. I Some love of them super are detailed books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes into it, man. And, like, if, as long as you can... Uh, Deal with a little bit of his homerism. He's from Boston, so he's a huge Celtics fan. Okay. Um, Go Boston. Yeah. I love Boston sports. But anyway. I know. We, we kind of went into it a little bit before yeah. in previous yeah, episodes. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good book. Like If anyone wants awesome. to uh, learn about the history of the game and, uh, you know, what, like, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson meant to the NBA, like, without them, we wouldn't be talking about basketball right now. I think. Yeah. I truly do believe that. Like... They, they were just such yeah. big pioneers. I mean, without that, you can make the case for everyone, though. Like, Will Chamberlain, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he was a... F- I feel like Jordan is one of the bigger driving factors. Jordan made it like globally. worldwide. Like, globally. Yeah. He was the yeah. first... Yeah. Jordan was the first international superstar. Cause that, so mm-hmm. that's, like, where my stuff comes in, is I've learned about, like, less about the game itself and more about the broader impact of 
certain players yeah and how they transcend the sport in some ways yeah oh yeah <laughs> jordan uh, was like the first who was international where people in china were like oh michael jordan right you know exactly I mean? like, you know to this day i'm pretty sure you can go like anywhere in the world and say michael jordan people would know so, no yeah know. nobody does it the, or the least or the least equate to 23 yeah right yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then i just want to give you guys so you and the listeners a secondary thing for another podcast is um so steve kerr He's the Golden State Warriors head coach. He yes, recently, he recently Good job, Eric. He recently did a podcast that I listened to, and it was one of my favorites that I've huh. listened to. Does he talk about getting punched in the face? I don't know. I don't know if he talks about that. But uh, so he talks about the championships, like appearances, and then just talks about how he like sets up his team and like what it like basically building like core. Um, That's so stupid. I'm trying to remember what like what the fuck are you talking about? You have like five of the best players at their positions yeah, in the yeah. league. What are you what are you building? You're just like, yeah, go play, dude. Shoot threes. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Steve? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd love to hear you listen to it and then actually talk about it. Like legitimately. Yeah. He's a really smart guy. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean they built they built that team. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean look, I, at this point, like if you fail with that team. Who who was the coach before Steve? Up. I forget his name. Uh, Mark Jackson. He was yeah. the announcer. He, I give credit to the Warriors. Yeah, to what they are now because he they built that team from school. That's not a super team. Where I mean, it is. I give him credit for Steph and Clay. Steph, Clay, Draymond was there. Harrison Barnes was there. Like when they went seventy three. When they went seventy, but he was when they went seventy three and nine. That was all Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr took over that. Year. Oh no! What yeah. the fuck? What no, dude? Mark Jackson left like two no, years before bro. they went. What when the did fuck Mark Jackson you? leave? Mark Jackson left before they even got fucking like <laughs> Iggy. 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 Andre uh, Iguodala. Sorry, what, what, we're, we're going to do that a lot, yeah. probably. What year did he leave? I thought Mark he left Jackson like two left. years left before. Fuck, dude. See, this I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, this is what I'm going to look it up. Mark Dude, okay. Here's why you're getting it wrong, and I love the fact that this is a thing. So, one of my favorite things is that the Golden State Warriors broke the Chicago Bulls record for most wins in a season. Let me pause you there real quick. So, so since they went seventy three and nine, the ninety six Bulls went seventy two and ten. Uh-huh. What's the only reason that the Golden State Warriors aren't a better dynasty than the ninety six Bulls? Uh, yet to be seen. I mean, it, it, right now they don't have the rings, but they definitely have the potential to surpass them. Right, but like, that year specifically, I mean, what do you mean by that year? That year, because they went seventy, not seventy three and, and nine. But then yeah. what happened? Then they lost to who? To LeBron. Oh, okay. And that's why they can never be the greatest dynasty, in my opinion. That's but all I'm saying. Look, and, and you know what? I'm going to give you credit. <laughs> that's all like, your point. I'm not going to say shit. Like, LeBron so, yeah, and Kyrie. 20, 2014. Like, they broke the season two years ago. That was like three years removed. Bro, and the only reason why I know that is because there was two games on at that time. It was the last game of the season. And it was the Golden State was, Warriors to try to beat the record for the Bulls for best record in the season. Or, alternatively, you could watch. It was 15. It was the next year. You could year. watch. It was the following year they went 73 and 9. No. Yes, it was, bro. <laughs> it was 2015 16. That's what I'm telling you. Jordan's got that stuff. Warriors right now did for in 2015 16. Golden State won his 73rd game. It was the year was after he left. No way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Mark Jackson built that team, and then Steve Kerr took over. Look, the only reason why I don't give a shit, number one, they beat the Bulls record, so I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> number two, I would much rather, and I did, watch Kobe Bryant's last game where he dropped 60 on the Dude. Utah Jazz. Yeah, that was crazy. To retire. So I listened to, I listened to a game right after he retired. I listened to a podcast with Kobe 
right after he retired. Yeah. And, like, basically asked him, like, what it felt like for that last game. Fucking orgasming for yeah. the entire basketball game. <laughs> basically. That's what. And then just complete and utter, like, just exhaustion. Yeah, I'm that's sure. what he said, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Like, it just, I don't know. The, the appreciation that I have for, like, athletes that can push, you know, like, you've all probably yeah. heard where people give, like, you know, a quarter of whatever they actually can into something. But then when you come across, you know, the Kobe's, the LeBron's, the Jordan's, the Steph Curry's, they're able to somehow tap into a whole reservoir of something and push to, like, you know, 90%. It's not really <laughs> tapping into anything, though. Like, they're not they're not tapping into anything. Well, my belief on the, on the matter is they're not tapping into anything they don't already have. Mm-hmm. It's it's about almost like an obsessive maniacal yeah. like it's like a, a substance disorder. Compulsion. It's it's like a, a they need fucking to do sick the, in the head. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's a cool story. Um, who the fuck was it? It was just on Rogan. He was talking about um, he he met uh, GSP's coach, and it was like right after one of his fights, his title fights, and he like basically GSP was stuck in his own fucking head, and he's like, dude. I could have done that armbar better. Like, it, yeah. like I could have done it fucking better. Yeah. And he, even though he fucking won, he was late to his own celebratory party, two hours, and instead of chilling out, whatever. He was watching film, probably. Nope. He was practicing armbars for two hours. <laughs> like, that's a, that's what ta- that's what it takes to be, to be the best. Yeah. The fucking best yeah. in the sport. Yeah. That, that goes with anything too. Right. I feel like I feel like to be great at anything, it's like having that obsession to do just Yeah. It's not like, just buying in. It's like yeah. being it's beyond like, all You of have it. to be slightly crazy. Like oh, for sure. it's like it's like if you're any more crazy, you'd be like a serial killer. But like you stop short of that and you're yeah. like, No, I just I just want to be good at this. Which <laughs> you're right though. Like, yeah. it really yeah. is that type of like that's why It's a like, fine line. Yeah. yeah, that's why one of my favorite people to watch now is Russell Westbrook. Because that's how Dude he plays. Is crazy. Yeah. He plays a hundred percent from the begin even before the beginning of the game, yeah. from warm ups to post game and I'm sure even in the locker room he's on fucking 10 just yeah. like going crazy yeah. like yeah. He, he just he doesn't care about his body he doesn't yeah. care about results he doesn't care what people say uh, like recently he said in an, argu- in an article they were talking shit about him like the media like they yeah, always right. do and they were like you know uh, I, I forgot what they asked him but he was just like yeah I was just blessed with not giving a fuck yeah <laughs> and it's like man you're right yeah. like why if, would you if you like sports he has to be like one of your favorite players yeah just, sure. you can't you can't discredit him you know like the dude play like george said he plays 110 percent every game like he never leaves anything like in the tank you know what i mean yeah. it's just you can't not respect it it's crazy yeah it's so fucking For real, real. I, For I don't real. know like lately like when i would see when we would go to bars and watch like golden state warriors and stuff and seeing like steph curry like when you see stuff like i don't know there's something like even if you don't like follow the sport too much mm-hmm. you can just tell like when people are locked in and they, like mm-hmm. they're good, oh yeah, like, they're just stuff. Curry pisses me off. They're just fucking good though. Like there's yeah. something undeniable though about it. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing: like he, I think he gets a lot of flack because he's like one of the first like superstars that of this, was like, willing. Era? Yeah, that that was willing to like be like, yeah. I mean, you want we have got Clay, we've got Drake. Sure, you want to bring Durant? Cool, I'll pass the ball more. Like he just, mm-hmm. he doesn't care. He's he just not wants like to win. Yeah, he's not the super kind of thing. Yeah, he's not very egotistical. Yeah, is yeah, what it I, is. I think that he's comes super through. easy to get along with. And is like, that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, for him, it's fucking fantastic because he's probably going to win three more rings. So why is it bad when LeBron does the same thing? It's not bad when LeBron <laughs> does the same okay. thing. Here's yeah. the difference, though. Like, it's one thing to be egotistical when you're getting Kevin fucking Durant. 
versus like what LeBron did with the 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 heels and all that. It was just like it left a bad taste in my mouth because and it's not because I wanted him to come to Chicago or anything like that, but I'm a firm believer in staying true to where you're from. Uh like the whole idea of him being an Ohio kid, right? And getting drafted by by the Cavaliers and putting seven years of his life into that organization. And even though you got swept by the Spurs, you still made it to a finals. So it's not like you couldn't get there, right? And I, I think that if he waited it out, maybe there's different stories, different things play out. He can maybe still recruit people and like do all that. It would have been the Cleveland show instead of... And the way he did it too, like... I feel like there's a lot of things there. So the biggest thing is the if. The, well, if you would have waited out, you know, okay. Yeah. Players don't have, like, if you're an athlete, the luxury of if doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, True. there's play, Charles Barkley never won. If he would have left, he could have won. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. that if factor, he decided to, I don't know where his career took him, but I know he played in Houston for the majority of his career, at least. Uh, no, he was in Philly. He was in uh, Houston, was like his. Phoenix. He was in Houston. That was like his prime, right? In Houston. Um. Yeah, I think he got drafted by the Sixers. Yeah, he got drafted by the Sixers because he played with, uh, uh, I think, like the tail end of Dr. J and okay. some of those guys. And then from there, I think he went to Phoenix first. And then oh, Phoenix. He went to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Phoenix, think he I finished meant. his career in Houston. Yeah, no, Phoenix. Like I years. meant Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. So, anyway, um, <laughs> the thing about LeBron, everyone, you know, says all this stuff. It's like, oh, he should have waited in Cleveland. Yo, he that that season they lost to the Celtics, right? They got smacked by the Celtics. By the Celtics when he was like, I, I'm done. Well, he gave up. Yeah, but he that team won 60-some games. But if you look at that team that he won 60 games with, that team was just ass. Like, the next best player was, like, an old-ass yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. And, uh, well, I don't know about that, but... Yo, so Shaq was, like, 47. Pull up that fucking <laughs> roster, dog. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm t- I can't. Uh, it was no, like you Antoine should. Jam- I think we should look at it. I remember but it was Antoine Jameson at uh, Power Fort. No, he was ass. He was ass. Mo Williams, who was decent, he was probably the next best player. Wasn't he an All Star that year? I think Mo he Williams. Was. For all of you out there, Mo Williams is fucking trash, and he made an All Star <laughs> team because of LeBron. So shout out to LeBron, I yeah. guess. So my point is, LeBron had <laughs> went through so much from being like he had the world on his shoulders as a rookie because it was like, yo, he's from Ohio, not from Cleveland, but just from Ohio. You know what I mean? And he just had the world on it. He had all this weight on his plate, and he carried that team since he got there. Motherfucker he, was driving a Hummer at 18. Yeah, because he was just... damn. The dude was... I mean, people... Like, I think when I remember he, seeing some of his like, high school videos yeah. or something like that, yeah. and he was like, next level. Yeah, when he was in high school, people were looking at him like, oh, this dude's going to be great. And he... Look at him now. You know what I mean? It's just he had it all. Um, but anyway, like... And then he decides to leave, and I'm like... To me, that was smart. I... I didn't want him to. I wanted him to stay in Cleveland off an emotional attachment. Yeah, yeah. I was like rooting for Cleveland. I'm like, man, I yeah. love this team. I just I put so much into it at this point. Yeah. To then when, <laughs> at that point when he's like, yo, I want to do what's best for myself. I'm like, yo, I can't argue with that. Like, mm-hmm. you only have so much time, especially in sports, a contact sport, and it, the fact that he never got seriously injured was unprecedented. Like, you uh, and honestly, yeah, that. that's one of the things that it's like. Have we ever seen such a freak of nature that can do, like, the things? Like, when you look at different freaks of nature, like, you look at Shaq. Yeah. Obviously, he's the biggest one that pops right, up, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like, the dude, what do you mean to tell me the dude is 7'1", 7'2", 300 yeah. pounds, but he can run like a fucking gazelle and <laughs> jump out of the sky? Like, yeah. he's strong as shit. 
But even he had to deal with a lot of injuries. Right. The fact that we haven't seen, you're right, we haven't seen LeBron deal with anything other than when he wants to sit for yeah. a little bit because yeah. <laughs> he's like, tired. His longest injury was this year. I think he missed like 18 games or something. Wow. He like sprained his <sighs> yeah, groin his or groin, something yeah. with his groin. I mean, this is at the end, like, I don't I don't like saying the end of his career, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's getting the last there. four years, man. It's, it's getting signed a four-year deal. He's done after Los Angeles. I don't know. He'll probably, probably. Play. He'll probably play a little longer, but he might take like a backseat role after, you know what I mean? Like his prime years are probably the next like four to five years. I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't even bother with that because I would just go be an executive or a coach. Yeah, that's true. Really want to do that? Just yeah, go be a coach. Who's not going to want LeBron as a coach? Right. <laughs> but anyway, you couldn't you couldn't foresee that he wouldn't get injured and something kind of derail right. his career at I mean, that yeah. point. So like, I mean, the best example is uh, Rose. Exa- exactly. Don't, let's not. Ro- well, Rose happened no, young. Let's not. Rose was young. What I don't remember what season that was. It was like six or something. Six yeah, or seven. Does it matter? Is it too soon? It never happened. But so, ex- <laughs> but that's exactly my point. You know what I mean? Like Rose, because of LeBron James, Rose misses window. <laughs> Rose misses window. But like yeah. like if LeBron never went to Miami, Rose probably would have went to the finals. Maybe not one, but he probably would have went to I the broke, finals. I, broke nah, I think he could have won. Yeah, you definitely did. That's yeah. uh, I'm sorry. To this day, <clears throat> like if my mom and dad die, Derek Rose will still be third. Like that whole thing. <laughs> Damn, you did your brother like that? Uh, that that did. Uh, I don't give a shit what Moses thinks. <laughs> it's, oh man, it's like, imagine being such a big fan. Right. And having gone through so many years of us having LaMarcus, LaMarcus Aldridge trading him away. Having Unbrand Brand trading him away. Sorry. Having all these good players trading him away. Uh, because our front office thought they just knew better i guess and we just suck and suck and suck and all of a sudden it's like yo there's this kid called Derek rose he's probably gonna be first but you're not gonna get him because you guys don't have the first overall pick right realistically uh i mean the way that the nba lottery works is like depending on your record you get a percentage on how many quote-unquote ping pong balls are thrown into the tumbler and yeah you know uh, Odds are you're, they're going to pretty much fall in order. Right. I think we were supposed to get like the eighth pick that year or something like that. We have like a point two, like a point two five percent chance or something like that. Holy some crap. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insane. Like, look at the stats. It was yeah. something really ridiculous for us to get the number one pick, and then we got it. And then everyone was like, "Well, what about Michael Beasley?" I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut <laughs> the fuck up! No one cares. No one cares. Just please do the right thing." And the front office for the Bulls is just fucked up for so long, and then they make the right decision. And it's like, oh, my God, we got Derrick Rose. Okay, now what is he going to do? And then he comes out, and, I mean, Derrick was doing things that I don't think we've seen a person like him do anymore. Freaks of nature, he was one of them. Yeah. yeah. He, he was one like, of 18 points. He got rookie of the year, averaged, like, 18-something points. I mean, people were, like, I yeah. remember the hype around him, even though I didn't know a lot. It was saying things like Michael Jordan again, you know? He wasn't. I, I, he, he was never going to be yeah. that. I don't think he ever would have been that. Yeah, but there's a hype around it in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Especially being in Chicago, being from yeah. Chicago. He was, like, he was our first yeah. superstar since him. That's what, he was, right. Yeah. He was the first MVP since Michael yeah. that we've had. But, I mean... Then he like takes us to a playoff game. Then craziest shit is rookie season. They have that crazy C, uh, series with Boston in the playoffs. Oh, was that and that triple overtime? Oh game? my god, yeah, triple, triple overtime. overtime? There was like nine that overtimes is, in that whole series. Yeah, they the, went to game seven. Yeah, there was one blowout, which was a weird like game. I think it was game two or three blowout. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a double overtime game, a triple overtime game, and then another one went to overtime, yeah. and then I think another one went to overtime too. 
It was insanity. It was like those were some of the best basketball games like to watch hands down. Yeah. It was like what it was crazy. I might have to go watch those. <laughs> yeah, there were some uh, of the best games. If you go on YouTube, I forget the name of the channel, but this guy kind of breaks send, it down. Send it me in the show notes for sure. And yeah. I'll link it for people. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but like, that, that's those, fucking cool. <laughs> those were crazy. Those games were just like that was when the Heat won, right? No, no. No, I think that was uh Lakers. Because oh, really? the Celtics made it all the way to the finals, and KG hurt was hurt. Was that 07 or 08? It had to be 08, I think. I think it had to be 08. No, because 08, they won it. Oh, so... So I think it yeah. might have been... 2009, actually. Really? No. I can't remember. But I, I don't remember the exact date, but... Either, either the Celtics won that year, or the Lakers won that year. One or the other, I think it actually might have been Boston. You're right. Yeah, because yeah, I think I think it might have been 08. Yeah. Damn. But man, imagine having like just that kind of hype, and I fucking bought into it hard, and then all of a sudden. But that's unprecedented. No one saw that coming. I mean, the way no. he played. There's no way. Like you don't. No. You can't bank yeah, on a player the way who's he, gonna. The way he played though was kind of like, like you know what I mean. Like he he played so fast and so like crazy strong that it made you like. Uh, Cringe like, a little bit Yeah it's like man Just be careful You know Because if we yeah, lost him yeah. It's like that was it so Well like, the other thing too Is like I'll never forgive I'll never for, I don't even know Who the fucking coach was I think it was Vinny <laughs> Del Negro No it's, t- no, it's t- Thibodeau It was Tibbs There's fourth quarter You're up by like Eight or nine points Twelve so, Twelve yeah Minute minute and Eight seconds left in the game Two minutes Maybe. left in the game And why, why is he in there Yeah He's your best fucking player Just take him out You have a twelve point lead You have the best defensive team In the league you can't hold on to a twelve point lead for two fucking minutes. I mean, like, come on, guy. When Rose is not really a defense. No, no, Offense. and it's like, it's like, what? Even I know that. Why? Yeah, no, he, he was. <laughs> and I don't know shit. <laughs> and it's like, why, 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 why would you do that? Yeah. Like, why is he in there at all? So I think this is a good, good point to kind of, unless Jordan, you got a fact real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up when, because I thought it was like it was a. I thought it was twelve points for something like crazy. Just like there's you're no right. Yeah, I think it might yeah. have been twelve. It was like there was no because I was remember watching that game. It was before I went to basic because oh, that was ESPN that was for when, having that article. By yeah. the way, I just read it. That was that <laughs> year that Rose hey, tore his ACL. Lower the microphone a little bit, just yeah. so so you don't have you to like. Don't, you guys don't hear fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I turned down the volume before you did that. There you go. Well, <laughs> um, you fans, that's the uh, noise I make when I come. Oh. Dear God. <laughs> All right, and yeah, then so I cry. I don't know if people need need that visual. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, I guess. Well, they can't see me, so as far as you guys know, I look like Dwayne the fucking Rock Johnson. <laughs> so, Eastern Conference quarterfinals against the 76ers. Um... Fourth quarter doesn't George say the is, score. George is reliving it all over again right now. Listening, yeah, listening to this. Fortunately, it doesn't say the score. I can look it, it doesn't up. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. So I'm over it. I'm I not just, over it. I just it's remember okay. that because I was so happy because like being in Chicago, like rooting for the Bulls, and then also like being a huge LeBron fan and seeing them do so good. I was like so excited to see them meet up every year. I was like, yo, it can't get better than mm-hmm. this. That was LeBron's first championship. I actually missed it because that's when I went to basic training. So yeah, one damn. of the like, I think the last <laughs> game I saw. No, no, no. No, I was there until... I think I saw game one of the finals against LeBron and the Thunder. I think I saw that okay. first game. But um, I remember seeing Rose tear his ACL, and I'm like, oh, man, I hope that's not career-ending. 
and it yeah. more or it less was. It was so demoralizing. Well, no, that that necessarily wasn't career ending. It was his meniscus. Yeah, the second one. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy though. Like, yeah, man, those those kinds of injuries, like those, are legitimately like in any sport, career ending. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. your knee, your knee never is the same. Oh, I mean that's not necessarily true though. Like, it was with technology and how well, medicine now, is just nowadays, evolved. yeah. Like Russell Busberg tore his ACL. Motherfuckers having triple doubles every other game. Who in football tore? Uh, Adrian Peterson. And he came back and rushed for like 2,300 yards. Yeah, he like broke records. He came back the next year and broke records. He's bionic, dude. And it was like, (laughs) everyone was like, I think it was like nine yards away from breaking the all time rushing record. Something like that. And like a couple touchdowns away from like the touchdown record. It was ridiculous. People were writing him off that season. Yeah. And, and, and like then that he summer, just, he beats his kid with the switch. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, come on, bro. Just, you were, you were there, <laughs> man. You, you had superstardom, and you just fucked it up. Uh, you know, Texas hey, is weird like that. Yeah. Right? But, so I think there's a good point to kind of um, wrap it back into, like, the difference in how basketball has evolved. Because I, I think it's safe to say there's, like, a like the Michael Jordan era basketball and then yeah. the post-Michael, and then maybe a post-LeBron or... Well, that's happening now. So right. let, let me yeah. let me start this one off, and you can you can take it, George. See if you yeah, agree or not. So I feel like so we we'll go back to the Wilt Chamberlain days. You know what I mean? When the dude averaged fifty point four points per game in what like the hell the seventy eight <laughs> season something. Yeah, he had like he averaged like twenty four rebounds a game too. Like dude, it was some retarded super all around player and basically scored a hundred. Uh, not really all around. He more, was just more offensive. He was just the biggest shit. Part, yeah, part of the <laughs> racial jokes, but it was like a uh, he was one of the first like. Seven foot, like actual strong, yeah. black guys out there in a court where most of the people were like six. Oh, six, so this, nine, so this is like the era when they started picking for body types for different sports. Yeah, kinda. it was like when yeah, black people were still new into the NBA. Yeah. Kind of right. wasn't a normal thing. And that, so that type of athleticism wasn't seen yeah, before. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was like this big ass freak of nature dude versus like all these kind of like like like. I don't think I can name anyone besides like Jerry West from those that era. You know what I mean? I mean, there's others, but like Oscar Robertson, I think was maybe maybe even a little bit after that. I think yeah, I think he came no after that um, fifty point four season. I think they were all after. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He like Will dominated everything, and it was kind of like just no one. It wasn't that he. It's not that he was bad, obviously, but it's not that he was so good. It was like he, it was timing just worked for him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Wow. It, it wasn't so much a skill thing. It was just like I can dunk it from right here. I yeah. Guess. Like people would be like like jumping at him, like trying to. Oh, grit him I feel like I might like, have seen some like highlight reels. Of oh, for sure. Yeah. Like you have your laptop, dude. Pull yeah. it up. Like it's yeah. hilarious yeah, to watch some of that footage. It's <laughs> insane. So that that so that era, like seeing Wilt kind of shifted the NBA and be like, okay, so we need big tall. dudes. Get right. the tall dudes, the big dudes, the mm-hmm. dominant dudes. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where it led. And you have your next stars. You know what I mean? You have. That kind of led into Magic Johnson being who he was, you know what I mean? Because he was so big and played the point, and that was never seen before. Yeah. You know what I mean? A guy who was that big, who had that good of handling, that good of ball control, who could Six pass nine. the ball, his court vision. He wasn't a good shooter, but that at that era, I don't even think the three-point line was there at amazing, that point. Amazing really? levels of... So the, yeah. so the three-point line is new? Relatively. Relatively. I mean, like uh, in the grand scope of everything. It came in, in Johnson's career, but when he first came in, I don't think it was there yet. Uh, right? Because Larry, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. You keep making your point. Um, so that was kind of that shift, and then Larry Bird came in. And he was kind of a yeah, I've heard of Larry. Pretty Bird sure. yeah, proto. He's Larry one of the Legend. greatest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of the greatest, no doubt. You know, what I mean, he was just a really, really good all around player. You know, from offense to defense, he just had it. So that's where you had that come in, and him and Magic were kind of 
on the same size. You know what I mean? Even though Magic played the point and yeah. Larry played small forward. Excuse me. Um, so they had their rivalry going because they played different. But it well, was the like rivalry a, was even from my college. Like when oh, was it? college days. Yeah, like oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Magic neat. Johnson played for uh, Michigan State, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I forget what college. Just say you're full of shit, and it, you'll just, just absolve yourself from any knowing any fact. <laughs> no, I like, to be, I like to be correct. But I think he played for Indiana, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. But I mean, they they, they played a, an NCAA title game against each other. I didn't actually know. Um, that. Yeah, oh, wow. I think Magic won. Um, but that's their rivalry stemmed from them. Like uh -huh. that's why at the beginning they didn't like each other. Right. Like now they're great friends and they'll talk about it. But mm. yeah. they didn't like each other because of that. And then I think it was until uh, they did like a Converse commercial because that was like the shoe to wear in basketball yeah. back in the day. And uh, they were like, "Hey, I, we want you guys to shoot this commercial." And uh, Larry Bird was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it at my house." They're like what? It's like yeah, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere else. You guys come over. <laughs> Like, y'all niggas can come chill. My mom will make y'all some food. And uh, they told Magic about it. Magic was, like, very, like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, all right, cool. And that's where they actually became friends. Like, he, he, he uh, Magic Johnson showed up to the house, and they shot the commercial and everything. He got to meet some of Larry Bird's family, and they're both just, like, Midwestern boys, you know, that yeah, right. grew up from very similar backgrounds. And so that's kind of how they got their friendship started. But before that... It's fucking war, man. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, they didn't like each other. So, no. but even still then, it was the NBA was about like bigger players to get inside, get the boards and like dominate the ball, you know what I mean? It's about um, like rebounding and things yeah. like that. So people wanted big teams, you know what I mean? That's what they were looking for. And so, in between like a little bit after this time when they're kind of on the tail end of their career, here comes this fuck boy, and I use that in a different term, but in the terms of the NBA teams, I say fuck boy. In that era, because here comes Michael Jordan, who is not that. You know what I mean? Right. He's six six shooting guard, and he's just a pure you just call scorer. Michael Jordan a fuckboy? Did I hear that correctly? Other NBA teams. Oh, we're oh. saying that this dude is a fuckboy because they're like, no, we want who? Hakeem Olajuwon was in the same draft, right? Oh, the draft was stacked, dude. It was like yeah. Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like David Robinson was not too right. far away from that. And so was Jordan was like the second or third pick. He Jordan wasn't was the a first number pick. three overall pick by the Charlotte Hornets at the time. No, he was drafted by the Bulls. No. Yes, he was. I bet money he was drafted by the Bulls. I bet money. Uh, Handshake. Uh, hold, on, hold on. Oh, my God. This is so much. This is so much. Wait, how much money? Hold on. Huh? Like how much money? 72 cents. You know what I'm saying? $23. How about this? You got, you got to grab me a bottle of water if you're wrong. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. here. 23, <laughs> 23 bottles of water. <laughs> there you go. We got you on, we got you on the Smash tournament. That, that's Kobe who was drafted by the, the Hornets. And then traded. Or he was drafted by another team and traded to the Lakers. I don't know if it's the Hornets. I thought Michael Jordan was drafted by somebody else. No, it was the Bulls, man. Oh, Patrick Ewing was in that draft, too? My God, yeah. 1985 draft was disgusting. Yeah, his <laughs> draft class was dumb. But whether he was a second or third, I can't exactly remember. But third. someone, imagine someone, imagine what you know now. Right. And picking someone before him. Right. Well, the number one yeah. overall pick, to be fair... Was Hakeem Olajuwon, who is a monster, but still, who is arguably like the greatest defensive big man to ever play the game. But you're still not picking him over MJ. You know what I mean? Well, no, like, of course not. <laughs> you know like, I mean? I'm just not. Dang. I'm not going to be like, oh, they were wrong. So like, so what you're saying, like the way you're painting this picture is that Jordan created a whole new yeah. role. He shifted how the NBA thought, or so at they least were the, like, the superstar yeah, role, superstar role, and they were like, oh, we need good wing players now because yeah. he played primarily on the outside, even though he wasn't a shooter. Setting up for the like. 
three point yeah or well, Russian. I guess. Yeah, he layup. wasn't the he was a driver slasher. Yeah. So they were like, oh, we need these fast athletic guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he kind of changed it there, and he was, <coughs> I mean. He was just prolific in every way imaginable. You know, a great defender. Um, his shooting was kind of lackluster up until his later years. He, mm-hmm. like, picked up on that. But even still, he wasn't the best shooter in the world. He still no. needed to get into, like, a mid-range, like, between 8, 17 to, like, maybe 22, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that's range. In, that's but, super interesting. Um, from what well, I remember reading, I forget what book it was, but basically. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. Second by the Bulls, yeah. Second Damn. by the Bulls, yeah. I was like, it was either second or third. But. Oh, third, I'm sorry. It was third to Hakeem, and who was second? It was Hakeem. It was some Fuck nobody who was second. The website sucks. Is it just like... It was some nobody who organized. was second. Oh, it was Sam Bowie. Yeah, I was going to say some... No- Sam- who's Sam Bowie? You I know what I'm saying? I've never heard of him. Uh, that's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's a very sad story. You guys should look that Oh, up. is it? Yeah. Oh. oh. Pretty sure dude is like addicted to drugs or something like that. Oh, don't no, don't quote me. I know it was one of them that... Was that's interesting. It just shit just went south for the man. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, then it was Mike, then Sam Perkins, then Charles Barkley, then uh, Otis Thorpe was in that draft. Pretty, pretty good guy. John Stockton was fucking sixteen. Yeah. Arguably greatest point guard ever. Damn, he no, like, leads no every deal. record for assists. Like it's crazy. It's so it's so crazy that to, there's this like crazy pool of talent in that era. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, you want to know what's even crazier? What I think the talent level today is. Significantly better. Thank you. I mean, Thank it should be right if you think about it. Yeah, it's just genetics and evolution. Like some motherfuckers jump fast. I mean, we're run and we're getting better at understanding how to train because, yeah. like, yeah, like I just it just seems like the logical progression of things should no just doubt. get more competitive. Period. Yeah, don't you. get me wrong. There's people in that era that like if you. I th- I'm pretty sure if you put Michael Jordan in the NBA today in his prime, like mm-hmm. rookie year, with these rules, the fuckers dropping sixty every game. Right. You mean you can't knock him over and elbow him in the face? I don't know, man. There's no hand checking? No. Okay, you take Done. away hand checking, but you add zone defenses. Fuck, dude, they played zone defenses against the Bulls, You know too. how much harder it is as a slasher to attack a zone defense? That's you know what I'm how, saying, okay. Like, you, you have to have a shot to go look against at a zone who Michael defense. Jordan That's why shooting happened. Okay, I'll take you back to the bad boy <laughs> Pistons. Every time Michael oh. Jordan drove the lane, he got elbowed, <laughs> kneed, kicked, <laughs> slapped, punched. Right. Like, everything. And yet... And yet, he didn't give a fuck. That's where the mentality of things comes in. You're going to play his own defense? I don't give a shit about your zone defense. I'm going to drive. I'm going to dunk on your face. And he had the ability to do that. Right. Okay. So let me. Okay. So the bad boy Pistons were like one of the best defensive teams of all time, like hands down, yeah. undisputable. Oh, all right. Yeah. Right. Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman, Bill Lambeer. Yeah, it was crazy. They had fucking, uh, what's his face? Their shooting guard that always got under Jordan's skin. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I remember. they had a squad, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just, I want to ask you this, George. So to play in a defensive type. Excuse me, league where it was like so physical and how it was back then. With what attributes would you want to have? Uh, physical attributes. I think the most important one is mindset. Physical. Not giving a fuck. Oh, physical attributes. Physical attributes. Yeah. Yeah, your brain is. Okay. Part of your whatever. Body. Okay. Aside I'm, from I'm that. <laughs> that was the most bullshit. Um, <laughs> no, I mean you want to have strength, uh, okay. durability. Okay. Um. I say speed is important, but okay. it's like you have to pick your poison. You're either going to be really fast, or you're going to be really strong, or you're going to be really strong. Unless your name is what uh, Shaquille O'Neal. No. Who's the Leonard. biggest, fastest player to come in that everyone said no one has been this way? Zion Williamson. No. 
Who was it? <laughs> you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in LeBron. LeBron. It's LeBron. LeBron. Here's the thing, though. And, and you're right. You're right. LeBron has the body type and he has like the durable, physical attributes. Yeah, he's got the physical attributes. It's funny, to too, is Jordan was counting these attributes on his face and his fingers, rather. And then on his face, is like, oh, yeah, I got your bitch. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that, and that's what we're here for. Like, I know. Don't get me wrong. LeBron has all of the physical attributes to have competed at that level. Mm -hmm. I don't know how LeBron James would have done when Bill Lambeer is literally clothesing him every time the basket. Right. So my argument to that is mm -hmm. everyone says. I'll get it in a second. You're okay. Good. Go ahead. Everyone says that if Michael Jordan played, take Michael Jordan then and just put him in today's league, he would have adapted. You know what I mean? He would have made it work. I don't think he has to adapt. I don't think it's a matter of him adapting. Oh, he would have had to. He would have had to get a shot, hands down. If he didn't get he a shot, he would have been a regular. When, when he, here's the thing about Jordan, and a lot of he, and a lot of people have make this argument. They're like, "Well, if you put him in this era, he would have had to do blah blah blah." And if you put him in this era, he would have had to do blah blah blah. Well, what people don't realize is Michael Jordan played like the way when he came in the league in '84, he had to adapt to a lot of different things. Not only did he adapt at them, he excelled at them. That's why we got the shrug game in Portland. When Portland that was came so out, many years later, though. It, but, but what I'm saying is, when he had to do it, he just did it. So if he had been forced to do it earlier, I think he would have just fucking done it. I think that was more an effect to himself. Already. Yeah, like because teams were that's adjusting. That's how the man played. Well, no, teams were adjusting <laughs> to how he played. So <laughs> yeah. no one, would, what I was saying before, no one was used to a wing player that fast and getting to the lane like that and jumping that high. People were like, well, "What?" Like he was yes. Who did it like that before? George Gervin. No, not even close. Fucking Dr. J would have been the next closest thing, bro. Dr. Like, J would have been the next closest to MJ. The next close, and he wasn't even similar. But he would have been the next close to like how he played. MJ literally was jump over people and they'd be like, What Black the Jesus. fuck? Like, what's his name? Uh I think it was Isaiah Thomas was saying like when he first played against MJ, one thing that he noticed, he like he was just like, I'm trying to guard him and all of a sudden he jumps over me and I'm like, uh, Yeah, he's like, What are you supposed to do? So teams had to adjust <laughs> to guard him differently. And Jordan is like, Well, I'm not gonna just let me be phased out, so I'm gonna change my mm -hmm. game. So that's when he picked up that kind of shimmy. You know, post uh, fadeaway jumper. That's like what kind of what he's known Ooh, for Jordan? after the flying. Yeah. Oh, the fucking fadeaway. Yeah, that fadeaway oh, jumper. God. He picked that up because teams learned how to stop him yeah. driving. Yeah. So he he changed his game Damn. in effect to people changing their game against mm -hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he was the ultimate chess master. Right. So my point That's is, he crazy. he was able to change his game. So I don't get why people are like, well, no, LeBron wouldn't have been able to play that. I'm like, LeBron, LeBron, when LeBron came because into we've the seen league, LeBron quit. No, but when we've LeBron, seen LeBron quit, what, we've seen LeBron cr cry like a baby. When is LeBron at his we've best? Seen, huh? When is LeBron at his best? Uh, he's sometimes at his best when the chips are all on the line. But I mean, we saw him quit in Boston. He couldn't do it against fucking oh, Dirk with a team know. who had a bunch of like geriatric patients on the fucking floor, no, and he couldn't have done that. <laughs> what do you mean? No, they have Jason Kidd, who's like thirty nine. About to go coach in the league like two years later. He's a Hall of Famer. They had Dirk Nowitzki who had a fucking flu, and then LeBron and Dwayne Wade had the audacity to make fun of him, even though he's one of the greatest international players we've ever had. I mean, well, that, so I can go down the list, dude. Tyson Chandler was getting old at that time. No, Jason no, Ty Terry was on like Tyson Chandler was still young. He's like old now. Like that nigga's been old for fifteen years. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, so my point is, when LeBron is best is when he's driving to the lane, right? When he's being physical yeah. and getting to the basket. And that era. The way LeBron plays when he's at his best worked best in that era. So the logic where it's like, no, he wouldn't have made it. It's like it 
there's that's all speculation. Here's the thing, like though. the evidence we have would have shown that he would have thrived then because that's yes. when he's at his best. But that's because they can't hand check and they and they couldn't be as a difference. So have you have you ever have you ever actually had a physical example of what hand checking actually affects? Yeah, but how big? No, 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 no. That's not what I asked. But I'm not in the NBA. You know no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, know, you'll get a better understanding. I know what it is. But how big LeBron think? is? He was bigger than it. He was LeBron is bigger than Jordan. So, hand checking is when. Um, I guess I have to verbalize this now. So yeah, it's gonna be hard. There's post moves, right? So a post move is okay. A post move is when use your hands to stop someone's movement. But yeah, essentially, and, and you can use your hand to kind of like you stiff arm them, essentially, but mm-hmm. from their base. So oh. it's not like it's not like you can stiff arm them in the top shoulder right. where a person can just roll out of the way. You do it at their base, and then you can feel when they're shifting. Yeah, which one way or go. another, and then you can obviously shift and. Yeah, uh, or push them back the way you want. Like if you're strong enough, like a lot of people did to Michael actually, and uh, it, it was rough. Like it's a rough era to to uh, be in. Right. So, so like, is that removed now? Yeah, yeah they removed it because it was gotcha. it was rough. But my argument is, so back then they couldn't play zone defense, so it had to be man to man. So Michael Jordan, if like someone like Michael Jordan, it was always it was kind of like a one on one game within a team scheme. You know what I mean? You couldn't. You couldn't be like, okay, so you have two people waiting here for you, you know what I mean, and we're going to leave these guys alone over here because we know he's going to try to drive. You couldn't do that. When LeBron plays, teams are like, okay, we know he's not going to shoot, so we're going to load up his side, the strong side. Gotcha. To stop him from – so that's why I'm like it's a give and take. So with how big LeBron was and how fast he was, I feel like the hand-checking wouldn't be as big as a deal. Now, yeah, it would affect him, but it wouldn't be as big a deal – as people are making it out to be, because now he's dealing with a different form of defense that Jordan didn't really, when he was playing that way and dropping, when he averaged, what, his most was like, what, 38.5 or something like that, points per game he averaged? Something around, no, I think it was less, I think it was 37. Something, it was something close like that, to yeah. 40. It was close to 40. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but that was in, like, 86. You know what Damn. I mean? So that was, like, early years. That was, like, his second year in the NBA or something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to say that he wasn't as effective of a scorer. Later no, no, on. no. No, he was, oh, but I'm yeah. saying like when he when he was really like holy crap, who is this dude? It was when he first came in the league. You know what I'm saying? When he dropped 64 points in a playoff game. Well, yeah, but you could say that Dang. about anything, like <laughs> about anybody. Like, uh, I think that every player has like those one or two games, whether it's at the rookie whole year. level. Yeah, like I remember fucking uh, who's the dude that was in Milwaukee who went to go play in Italy and came to Milwaukee recently? Brandon Jennings. Like, second game of his career in the NBA, he drops 55 points. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Brandon Jennings. <laughs> and he was no, no more than, like, just a seasoned vet from then on. Like, yeah. he was just okay. But hmm. I, I get what you're trying to say, where LeBron has a body type where he could have adapted to that game. I'm not, and I'm not taking – I'm not saying that he couldn't have adapted to that game. What I'm saying is I don't know if – he had the type of mentality where it would allow him to succeed beyond a lot of the different things that were legal back then that they didn't call like the physicality of the game. Does he have the body to take it? Yeah. But at some point, like if you get punched in the chest a bunch of times, that's crazy. It's going to fucking hurt, man. <laughs> but I feel like it's going to rather hurt. get punched by one dude than three. But when you're getting punched <laughs> by everybody, Especially when you have a target on your back. Do you not think LeBron would have had a target on his back? Of course he would. No, he would. Absolutely. Of course he would have. And so, like, you know, just like what happened to Michael. My, and, here, and here's what makes Michael Jordan so special. 
people always want to know why 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 is Mike so special? Because he got hit. Right. And he didn't give a fuck. He loved it. He talks about how much he loves the fact that every time he drove the lane, the Pistons were going to draw blood. Every time he drew the lane against New York, he knew John Stark was going to try to blindside him. He loved that because he knew that they were afraid. Yeah. And it fucking fueled him. I mean, and that's why. I he, mean, we all know that Jordan was like one of the biggest trash talkers in the in the, the yeah. sport ever. Like when, when provoked. <laughs> There's something about guys like Jordan whose mindset was just like, I don't think LeBron has that, man. He. And he's know. great. I mean, I, I heard a story that Jordan destroyed someone's shot. He was talking shit to him, and he's like, you're not going to make that ball. And he, he literally walked, backed up off him from a three-point. Yeah. And then he, from that point forward, never could make a shot. Yeah. Like, some of the guys on like <laughs> NBA on TNT are talking about how like Michael Jordan would come into the game, and he'd score two points, and he'd Play start Mike conning backwards you. from like 40. Jesus Christ. start counting backwards. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, 38. I mean, then he hits another shot, Dude, 36. That's, straight, that's gangster yeah, shit. Yeah, oh, deep. Michael Jordan's gangster. You know what I'm really excited about? <laughs> ESPN's doing this, like, 10-show, uh, like, documentary, documentary series yeah. on Michael Jordan's last game. Yeah, oh, I my fucking God. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. But, yeah. like, there's so many stories about how Michael was so unmotivated to play. That he had to find motivation within the game. Right. In order for him to just be like, okay, I guess I'll try now. <laughs> and then still end up with ridiculous numbers. That's like, weird. Ridiculous numbers. Um, and it's like, I don't know if LeBron had that. I feel like you can't. Has that. I feel like you can't say that. Now, I, there are instances where against Dallas... This is this is the one mark against. Okay, so let me just preface. Let me go back a little bit. I'm gonna preface this by saying I already conceded to the fact that I agree that MJ has a better career than LeBron. I already admitted that. Hey, and and you know what though? And I'm gonna give you another point. I think that LeBron can end up having a better career than Michael. It just depends on what happens. I don't right. think that going to the Lakers is gonna do that for him. Yeah. I think if he went to Philly, fuck, dude. Like he he could have been the goat. Yeah. But depending on what happens in LA, I don't know if he can ever overtake that. You know what I mean? Right. I but. just my main argument is I feel like LeBron is a better player, like as far as just pure playing. Now everyone always throws in this kind of mentality argument, and I'm like, that's such a hard. How do you how do you prove that in any way? Video Out, outside of just no, I mean that because statistically LeBron is a better clutch player. He's better than Jordan statistically in every facet. Yeah, so he's, he's also had more opportunities. He's played more playoff series. He's right. played more so than more games in general. Jordan retired for two fucking years. More opportunities, but he still has a higher percentage in most things. Mm-hmm. So percentages mm-hmm. by the oppor- more opportunities, he should have a lower percentage, yeah. if not the same. But he has higher percentages. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that token, that's kind of not yeah, here nor there. No one's but saying he, LeBron's he's not clutch. clutch. So the mentality argument outside of Jordan being gangster and LeBron being the genuine nice guy, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like the, everyone, even if they like people say like, oh, I don't know if I want to play on his team and stuff like that. Yeah. As far as like liking him outside of basketball, everyone says I'll give he's you a that. great guy. I'll give you Where that. Jordan, everyone Le- LeBron says he's is, a, is literally the, the, the exemplary role model. Like right. the dude married his high school sweetheart. Has never been unfaithful. Yeah. You don't hear about like yeah, don't hear him having affairs yeah. or getting in trouble Nothing. with the law not, or anything. Yeah. The dude opened up a fucking school for God's sakes for people. And he owns like, a supplement company now. Him, yeah. him, yeah. and Arnold started a company called Laddered. Cool, and it's really fucking cool, actually. That's fantastic. I like, as far that. as like community yeah. service and like stuff like that, I don't think there will ever be a player who 
He's very forward. Just has such a pristine mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Yeah. And who does as much for the community. Michael Jordan, Lord fucking knows, doesn't do shit for his community. He's greedy. But that's because he comes from that older mentality where it's like, got to think about well, it. It's, it's a, dog a different era world. of athlete, yeah. right? Right. Well, it's a different start- level of, I don't think it's athlete. I think it's a different level of upbringing. Personality. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, so. I was just kind of thinking as you guys were like talking about this, it's kind of like striking me as a kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, kind of um, taking a, like an animal, say it's like <clears throat> the same species of animal, but they live in two separate parts of the world. Yeah. Right? They're the, still the same thing and they live in roughly the same way. Yeah. But that's what like discussing LeBron versus uh, Jordan is like, because even exactly. though they're playing the same sport, and the other part of it is like we get to see... Jordan, in retrospect, mm-hmm. you know, like, because his career is over already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so done. everything is chiseled and set. Like Now all we have to do is make fun of him for being a shitty owner. Right. And <laughs> and then you have LeBron, and his story isn't over yet. No, it's not. And so we're too close to what's happened, right? Because his era isn't done. No. And so you can't zoom out far enough to be like, okay, this is what was said and done. Yeah, and I think that we've kind of reached the point, though, where... We can't actually start doing that now. Okay. Because unless Magic Johnson, who is the person in charge for the Lakers now, mm-hmm. uh, comes through with his apparent master plan that he has of bringing another two superstars to L.A. and being able to compete with the Warriors, which right. even if they do that, I don't think they can. <laughs> but <laughs> Warriors are getting um, dismantled after this year. This is the last year for the Warriors. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I definitely question their longevity, but... I don't know if this is last year. Yeah, Durant's right? leaving. Durant. We'll see. He's I mean, we'll see. I mean, a lot of the the so I don't think they need Durant necessarily I personally to win another think, two rings. I personally they think before, um, like zooming out into looking at sports in general, is we're in this super weird era of athletes prioritizing this new thing called recovery, yeah. <laughs> and and we're able and now we have so much more science going into this stuff where basically. Mm-hmm. These top athletes are prioritizing what they do pre-post game to make sure their bodies, you know, yeah. their machine, the thing that makes them fucking money, so that they can play an extra two, you know, one to two years. More than that now, man. I'm just what I'm saying. I'm being conservative. No, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, because like, like, if LeBron played in the Jordan era, he would have retired two years ago. Right. Exactly. Like, because those players beat the hell out of their body. Yeah, um, and we just didn't know enough about how recovery yeah. works. And like, so I listened to a podcast on Tim Ferriss show with LeBron and his uh, secret personal trainer, mm-hmm. Mike Mencia, I believe his name is. I don't know. All I know uh, is that LeBron spends like. Upwards of million of dollars, millions of dollars a like, year to they recorded his that health podcast, and, shit. and you hear every so often that sound of ice bag <laughs> shifting because it was like post practice, post game, whatever. And LeBron is icing his knees and his yeah. elbows and everything because that's what he it's recovery man needs to fucking do. Yeah. I can't tell you how good an <laughs> ice bath feels like, especially like in high school oh when God. I was wrestling, dude. After getting out of that fucking hot ass room and yeah. being just exhausted. I mean, I love doing. I would have Shoro just literally dump ice in that shit, yeah. fill it up, and just jump in there and just like lay in there. I mean, for, like, I think that's minutes. a really good point to bring up. Just like you know, upbringing in, within like even high school sports, because you know how fucking tired you get. I mean, me and you, Jordan, with with our buddy Mike, we would play at 
you know, our local gym pickup games. Mm-hmm. And if we win, we're playing three games in a fucking row. Mm-hmm. And we're doing full court pickup basketball. And we're mm-hmm. obviously we're not good. Yeah. But it's like four man exerting energy. It's four man teams. Yeah. So and you know, a standard basketball team has what, six five, five on the court. Five on the court. So yeah. yeah. I mean, we got four people, and we're trying to move the ball back and forth. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. I mean, were you were you there that day? We played three hours in a row. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's the like, yeah, what I was thinking about. Shot after that, like I'm sure you probably like the next day you probably I, couldn't walk. I had a no, blister literally. on the on the pad of my yeah. foot where I'm pushing off like the size of like a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows how crazy these dudes are. The endurance, this, like, yeah. And a lot of it level. is preparation. Like a lot of it is doing the same thing over and over again like repetition like yeah. you, you got a blister on your foot because you're not used to playing basketball but and my shoe and my, trust me I didn't have probably didn't have the right shoes on right anyway. right but after a while <laughs> i'm sure your foot gets callousy enough to where that right. shit is never happening again yeah i mean when you're um, not used to pushing off with your yeah. toes and like sprinting with that with the balls of your feet yeah, yeah. it's rough it's <laughs> rough but um i mean that's really what practice was and that's one of the things that i give a lot of credit to kobe like Kobe was great at that. Kobe was great at like, oh, the game's evolving. Cool. I'm just gonna train harder so that I can keep up. Mm. Yeah. Like the dude was for, if practice was at ten, dude was in the gym at seven. Right. Damn. That's practice awesome. at, if practice ended at four, he was in there till nine. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, man. How, I mean, like, how, what do you do against? I mean, that? that's what it takes to be great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. that's why you like you know that's why Elon Musk is Elon Musk because he put fucking time into it. Like yeah. I, I listened to a separate thing today where they're like, you know, someone went on these stupid, you know, Cura board and was like, I want to be as good of a startup as, you know, as Elon Musk. And like, well, step one, Elon Musk isn't going on a fucking discussion board to say, I want to be. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> yeah, reading he's books and trying to right. figure he's shit out. He's fucking doing it. And, yeah. you know, yeah, doing research and right. mathematicians. You know, like, I mean, it's the same reason of like me doing this podcast. I could be saying, like, I want to do a podcast to all you guys. Mm. Instead, we're just do fucking doing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Like, uh, you know, like when I was in high school, there was a few moves that I fucking I just couldn't learn for the, re- for the mm-hmm. life of me. Right. And it, it wasn't even about like, it was muscle memory too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would sit there and practice and practice and practice. But then the reason why I was pretty good, even though I got hurt and shit happened, but I would think about that shit. Like on the on the way home, I'd be like, "Well, if I just turn my body quarter this way, or like <laughs> dip, move my it, yeah, right? or yeah, and just like or more maybe dip my body weight this way instead of that way, and right. uh, yeah. do things like that, and then I'd go put it into effect the next day." Mm-hmm. And it's like you gotta have that level of just obsessiveness, addictive, yeah, obsessiveness about something in order for you to succeed and get to the point where you want to get to. Yeah. Otherwise. I mean, there's people that can go by on talent, like, alone, like... But it only gets you so far. Yeah, it yeah. only gets you so far. Like Vince Carter, perfect example. Super talented. Super, super athletic. He was a great player. Yeah. Um, like, even now, he's still playing. Like, he just didn't have the drive. Yeah. He didn't I mean, have the drive. Because I think, if you, like, personally, I great. think, like, you could have all the greatest, you know, everyone up talks you, whatever going forward but like there's got to be a certain point where it's not about what other people say and it's about how good you want to be. <clears throat> because if you because if you think you know like you're living off of what everyone says like oh you're going to be the next you know best ever mm-hmm. whatever and you know all the signs point to you're fucking good there's going to be a point where someone else is going to outwork you yeah and 
you're gonna get left behind. Yeah. yeah. Hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. Right. Like exactly. That's yeah. yeah. such that's such a good It's so cliche, analogy. but it's so good such a good quote. Well, it's yeah. because you know, because people don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> in practice, like practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta know what you're doing. You gotta think about it right. before you get in there, then, then execute. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why people always say, it's like, man, I wish I would have been, you know, like, what would you say to your 20-year-old self? Like, you know, it's like... Don't be a fuck stick. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, well, I wish I, like, oh, you always hear, like, I always, man, I wish I, when, when I was my age, someone would have told me all the stuff I know now. Well, uh-huh. fuck, no wonder, it's because you worked at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and sometimes you got to learn a lesson the hard way. Right. Like, uh, like, like LeBron, uh, and I hate to say keep giving up on Boston, or in the Boston series, but like that's that's what he did. We don't have to lie to kid ourselves, but he learned a lesson that day. He learned I, a lesson. I want that to know Jordan's take on this. Kind he of. learned a lesson that he couldn't win on his own. He needed help, and he's right. He needed help. He needed better help than definitely what he had. Nobody. And he needed to get the fuck out of there. I think that's a lesson that he learned because he he wasn't going to beat that team on his own. My thing is, I think people get so wrapped up in the fact that since Jordan never had to leave and never had to call for people that they say, oh, Mm -hmm. well, he wanted, he couldn't do it by himself, so he had to run to Miami, or this person had to run to this. I'm like, no, dude, everyone had, there is not one team you can tell me since Michael Jordan that won by themselves. There's not, there's teams that have won without a superstar, but there has not been a team that won with, yeah, but there has not been a team that won with solely a superstar. Right. They think of one and tell me when you figure it out. It I mean that's happened. I mean that's why it's called a team though, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like legitimate like not being stupid like No, no, no. <laughs> it sounds too easy of an answer. No, no, like, it, it does sound too easy, but I mean the the game of basketball is just so much different than a lot of other sports. Okay. Unless it's an individual sport because right. for example, we can have a person that's great at rebounding, a person that's great at scoring, a person that's great at defense, a person that's great at passing and a person that's great at uh calling the shots just being like the floor general. You can put those guys together. Yeah. They can lose to a team with just LeBron because right. one person can make that difference. Right. Like that's why right now in the NBA it's kind of like an arms race. How many good people can we get on your on our team right now? Yeah, that, you know I, mean, I mean, it really does feel like that right now. With it is. Like, it's an arms race. It is. Like, people and trying I to stack and fucking hate it. Stack the deck. It's because of, of LeBron. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, yeah. Durant, is it because the, he's so much better than the yeah, average? That people, I think people, just because he doesn't have that, like, Kobe, Jordan, I'm going to kill you. Like, he's very much like, I'm going to make the right play. And that, from my football mindset, I think that's why I like him so much. Because mm-hmm. I like the strategy and stuff, and he's like, I'm going to do what's the best move, not necessarily me being the best player. I'm just going to take this over, which he does sometimes. For the most part, he's yeah. always looking to make the best move. Where I mean, Kobe and Jordan are like, that's super I'm just going to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my point, like what I'm trying to say is Kevin Durant would have never went to Golden State mm-hmm. if LeBron didn't beat them the year prior. If Golden State would have won. No. Golden Durant, or Golden Durant. <laughs> That's pretty much what he is right now. His name is just Golden Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant would have never left to the Warriors, or if fucking Sam Presti didn't decide to trade James Harden. Oh, that was fucking so many piece years of prior. shit. That was like what? Yeah, four years dude, they were all twenty three, twenty four years old, getting losing to the finals to to LeBron. Yeah, but that again, LeBron. What? That fucking sucks, dude. Let me tell you. Okay, so <laughs> let me just put this in freaking perspective. How good LeBron is. I just need to put it in perspective, right? So there is this team, right, in twenty twelve. Yeah. Ahead, Russell Westbrook, who we talked about earlier, yep. who is just this killer dude. He, this dude has the record for most triple doubles, which is you know, didn't what a triple back double then. is 
For people who don't know what a triple double is, it's when you have three different categories of stats all in double figures. So yeah. points, rebounds, and assists is the typical. Yeah. Right. Russell Westbrook this past year, this current year, I mean, broke He's averaging the record. a triple double. Aver- yeah, he did that the past two years. What? He averaged a triple double the past two years. This year, he broke the record for the most triple doubles in a row. I think it's at like breaking 11. Oscar Robertson's record. No, I think it was last year breaking Oscar Robertson's record of like fifty something. No, that's most. Or but in a row, in a row, in a row, yeah, in a row. This year, it's at like eleven in a row. So, so like that's every game, he's just like he's stats, he's killing double. everything. Yeah. And it's not like it's like ten points, ten rebounds, ten assists. It's like thirty points, what? twelve yeah. rebounds, and like thirteen it's like assists. He's doing like, it at high levels. Yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So that's Westbrook, right? So that's one person of this team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? So that's one person. The next person is Kevin Durant, who we talked about. He's on Golden State. Yeah. He's just arguably he's the next second best, best player in the league right yeah. now. People say he's better than LeBron. He's not, but in some ways he is. Some, <laughs> he's definitely like, not. He's a better pure scorer than LeBron, but in other ways yeah. he's not better, right? So that's gotcha. Kevin Durant, two time MVP, two time Finals MVP. Whatever. Fuck you, Kevin. The third guy is James Harden. He came off the bench on this team, right? He was on the bench. James Harden. Last year's MVP. This year he has, he doesn't have the record because Wilt Chamberlain has it, but I think he's tied for number two with Wilt Chamberlain again. But for the most games shooting 30 points or less. No, it's not a coach. It's their fucking general manager who, because they're a small market team, uh, basically the NBA has a hard cap, right? So. They essentially are allotted, just to use an example, $150 million a year towards player salaries. Well, James Harden was coming up on his contract, so they had to pay that motherfucker some money. Yeah. And they had other people that they had to pay some money to. (laughs) And they had the option to do it. Yeah. This is the fucked up part about it. There's something called bird rights, which let you sign a player if they've been with that team since their beginning, and I think it's past a three-year threshold. Mm -hmm. Um, you're allowed to go over the salary cap to sign that player so they could stay on your team. Oh, it's like it's, a seniority thing to keep players who are... Yeah, it's a, it's a way for an organization to, to be able to keep its player, retain its players and, yeah. you know, build a, a team around, you know, two or three group, core group of guys. Yeah. If you do that, you enter something called the luxury tax. Yeah. In which for every, like, dollar you go over, you pay another three. Okay. In, in taxes, In right? taxes, essentially, yeah. to the NBA. So because the guys didn't want to do that, their front office didn't want to pay those luxury taxes, they just let them go, essentially. Oh, boy. They just traded them to Houston. And, I mean, that team was stacked. They had Russell Westbrook at the point. Mm-hmm. They probably would have started James Harden at the shooting guard that next year. At yeah. this point. That's what, yeah. yeah. They had Kevin Durant. They had Serge Ibaka, who isn't isn't a household name, but mm-hmm. he's really good. To this day, very good defensive player. He can do a lot of the things that he can shoot through. He's big and he can shoot the three. Yeah, okay. which is which is what a lot of bigs in the league need to do now. Yeah, um, he was kind of like one of the first like really prototypes from that. Mm-hmm. That kind of after like, like Dirk and yeah, Duncan and yeah, Shania. exactly. Um, and so at that point. Insert center here. So like you can put like, <laughs> one the It's like, why would you get rid of that team? Yeah. Right. So I was actually just cheap bastards. Yeah. I was actually just talking about this. How, so again, LeBron beat that team, right? They were young. They're only 23. LeBron is kind of, you know, he lost to He's Dallas the year before. Easily. So he kind of knew what it took. You know what I mean? So he right. won, but he beat that team that had three MVPs. Well, future MVP. They weren't MVPs at the time, but right. three future MVPs. And he beats them in six games. It's kind of like, yo, that's crazy. So, but if that team would have stayed together, 
It was not rigged. <laughs> if that team, that oh team, God, I, don't, some I, don't, questionable calls. I don't believe in rigged sports. No, I believe it happens. No. I believe no. in certain. Inc- I, like I agree with black calls. I enter. I, 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 know, I bring up David Stern. David Stern definitely rigged the NBA. I don't think so. That's because you're ignorant. It's okay. No, no. <laughs> it's like there's. You don't know all the facts. It's not your fault. Like, what's that? The famous Sox World Series where the game was rigged. It was like in the, the Black 50s. Sox. That one? The White Sox, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's what they called themselves back yeah, then. Yeah, they were the Black Sox back in the day. I swear to God. What I got, bro. That was like that was that's big. They got called Black Sox because they were cheating. Like, oh, but that, they were still the White Sox. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were saying their name was the Black Sox. No, no, no. no, no. What? They, that was like that. Like, but that was that era of that gotcha. team got. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Like the stain of the name of okay. the team. Gotcha. But yeah, that team. Yeah. So that is not, not that ignorant, right? But like, <laughs> you can't say all baseball's rigged because of that year. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like, I don't. I believe right. sometimes it happens, and boxing, I think, is where it happens the most. Oh, for sure. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we all know. Yeah. That, that, you know the history of boxing and yeah. the most competitive fighting, dirty, yeah. dirty fucking sport. Yeah. yeah, but like I feel like basketball. I mean, like promoting that, right? Boxing. Yeah, the promoting like, is the problem. Sport. Like in basketball, yeah, yeah. you still got to make the shots, bro. You know, <laughs> like you know, right. you can bring it all you want, but like if they're it's like, damn, you're shooting twenty percent. Yeah, the field. You know but what at mean? the like, same time, Tim Donahue got caught for essentially fixing games. Yeah, and but how's a referee? Get, how many games was that? How many games did he ref? You know what I mean? And like, how many important you know, games lot. did he ref? He's one of the very, very like one of the most like respected decorated refs in the league. Damn. So like which like, game did he like so which championship did he go fuck read his up? Book. I'll check read it out. Book. You want to know a rigged series and I want you to look into it. Lakers versus Sacramento Kings. I think it was a one. Go look back at that series, dude. There's some shady motherfucking shit that happens in that entire series. Like people looking at like, like you know like calls that were just no, it's know, not even that, man. It's more looking. blatant than that. It's yeah. like I think in one of the things, like in the fourth quarter, the Lakers shot like 14 free throws in just the fourth quarter, and the Sacramento Kings shot like 10 in the whole game. Wow. When they have Chris Webber and a bunch of like physical people down low, which is the most, yeah. uh, I guess the highest percentage of you being able to draw a foul. Yeah. How the fuck does that happen? Yeah, I'll go back and check that out. Go check it out. It sounds super interesting. It's it's crazy. There's a, lot of, there's a bunch of videos on it, too. Um, as far as like uh, what what happened during yeah. that series, but like, crazy. I remember watching that. And I'm just like, well, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm more of an What's optimist. I don't like to think people cheat. I mean, I mean, I'm a kind person. You're a kind person. But I don't like to think people cheat either. Shit like, in this world. I mean, I agree with that statement too. <laughs> I mean, but like, I still just think I don't know. Just just from like the the spirit of competition being you know all naive. It yeah. just. I don't know. It just feels But it is better. a naive thing. Yeah. Because what people don't realize, and, and I, I mean, get it, like, you don't Icar- want to believe it. But if you've seen Icarus, I mean, yeah. we know legitimately. Yeah, but I mean, what, what people don't realize down. is, like, there is a lot of money involved in these right. games. I mean, every player is getting paid a million dollars. Fuck all that. At least. You see that Manny Machado? Sorry to cut you off, but no, no, uh, you're good. we'll get back on it. But $300 million for a baseball player. That fucking broke my heart. I wanted to come to the Sox. What team does he play for? So you guys went to that game when we went to San Diego. That's the yeah. game you went to. That's the team he's on. They gave him $300 million. Who can, who can afford years. that? San Diego Padres. Baseball apparently. is like. Baseball <laughs> doesn't have a cap. Remember how we okay, were talking about Okay, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's why like the, the biggest running joke since fucking ever yeah. is that the Yankees print money. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's where just, that comes they from. Just, they like, don't have they don't have a salary cap. They like what throw the their players to like make it rain on their players. Like, Re- realistically speaking, if the owner wanted to, he could pay wow like thirteen different people yeah. three hundred million dollars for ten years. That's there's sick. no rules against it. 
What I the think hell? it just depends on how rich the owner is. That's insane. I think I, think, I don't know. Yeah. Is Dude. Cool? Yeah. Basically. All right, guys. You've already been doing this for an hour and a half, and it is the fastest hour and a half I've yeah. ever been. I mean, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So I don't know what the best way you guys want to wrap this bitch up, but fuck. Oh, I learned. From wrapping up. I learned so much. From, like, yeah. I feel like I could watch a couple games now and actually, like, be able to follow it better. Yeah. Oh, dude, if you ever want to learn, like, like this next time a good game cool. comes on, <laughs> I'll keep you posted, actually. If you want to, like, kind of break down. I'm very big on coaching. I'm very yeah. big on, like, the strategy of the game, kind of like how you are with the I NFL. Lo- I like that stuff. I'm very big on that. And, like... I've learned. I've read a lot of books, like as far as coaching too. The only reason why I didn't, I don't recommend those, is they're fucking boring. They're shit. dry. If you're not they're into, like, they're yeah. like textbooks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's reading a giant textbook. Right. And uh, I mean, it's interesting because basketball is one of the few sports where yeah, you can have a game plan. That shit right. goes out the fucking window in <laughs> a tenth of a second, yeah. and yeah. then it's the players just take over. Right. It's instinct. Right. But um, that's not here nor there. But if you ever want to do that, we could definitely watch I'm, a game. And I would definitely be up for that. Head like, up pipes. Like, this is so cool just to like be, actually be a, like a fly on the wall between you guys since you guys know just so much about it and just kind of absorb. And that's what I'm hoping that other people get out of this. Because, yeah. because the, so the way I look at like sports, because I used to not think of it this way, but basically <laughs> it's, it's like a microcosm of how we live life, you know? And, and so the things that apply in sports are just played out in a smaller rule set or a more strict rule set in a given sport. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so that's what I would kind of do is like I would listen to like military strategists and then be like, oh, that's how you can apply that in X sport, right? Football, more, like, you know, yeah, 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 like, yeah, it's, yeah. it works in all of it, you know, like jujitsu. Like I mean, there's a reason like Rogan calls it uh, chess with dire physical consequences. Oh yeah, stuff like that, you know, where it's like you're you're you know you if versus I another this, person. I can get my arm broken. Right, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, but then you just, like, get moves and you have, you know, a rule set. You can't, you know, yeah, do, yeah. you know, poke people's yeah. eyeballs or, you know, pull. Just yeah. bullshit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I like about sports is, like, and this is why I don't want to believe there's cheating and rigged involved, is because I like mm-hmm. seeing people at their best and, like, seeing greatness. So, like, when you see Tom Brady right. win his sixth ring, I'm like, dude, that's history. That's Yeah, but that's he has cheated. <laughs> Whatever. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It, he hasn't. He hasn't personally. It, it, it had to come through at least yeah. once. But I'm just saying, like seeing, even if you said, even taking all that cheating shit in, into it, yeah. dude is still great. Like it's not like he's a scrub and it's like I cheated. Oh no 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 no! I mean, that, you you can't take away the fact that he's a goat, right. but you could definitely add a bit of an asterisk there because I mean they've definitely cheated. That's fine. Whatever you want to say. I just a like call bull times. Like like the Muhammad Ali's, you know what I mean, the George St. Pierre's, yeah. Tom Brady's, yeah. Michael Jordan's, LeBron James. I love Serena Williams like oh, even yeah. if I don't Tiger Woods, even if I don't care for the sport, Ronaldo, you know what I mean? Like even if I don't care, I just like seeing people who are like you are the, the best, <laughs> the best, you know, and then yeah. watching them play and just seeing them like completely in their element, and it's like nothing else matters, and they're just mm-hmm. so super focused. You know what I mean? Like when you see, yeah. like, like when Phelps? you see, a, yeah, dude, like ridiculous. I don't, dude. I don't right. give a shit about swimming. You right. know what I mean? But like he made it so dope because like he's so in his element, so focused, and it's just like it's like a gear yeah. turns. You know, like he hits the, the next gear, turns, and it's just yeah. like you know what I mean. It's just I listened to a podcast with Apollo Ono. He's the yeah. uh, Yoko Ono's brother. I'm just kidding. God I'm kidding. Damn. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but he's the uh, ice skater. Yeah, like oh, okay. the speed skater. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Like the shit he would do to like get ready for training. So he'd be like going to the gym to to practice, and you know you're just you doing left turns the whole time, right. and you're in a really specific stance. You know, balancing on a blade that's like you know a fucking penny yeah. in mm-hmm. in width. 
yeah. <laughs> or in thickness. And he's like, I would drive to the gym and I would sit, you know, in my stance. Wow. To be comfortable doing that. It's fucking stupid. Right. It's dumb as shit, but that's the <laughs> shit you got to do. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I get it. But like, I mean, that's taking it. It's just yeah. fucking ice well, skating, bro. No, it makes, I can relate this in a different, it's a completely different way, but it's like, I don't know, something clicked when go you ahead. said that. Go so go like, ahead. so I, I write a lot. I'm doing like screenwriting and stuff. Yeah. Sorry to bring this up. This is sports talk, but it's I have okay. to bring this up. So I'm writing this new Here we go, story this right fucking now. Fucking nerd shit. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, this joking. is nerd shit for different people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I, I'm very into that. My wife, like I said, my wife, uh, Graduated for that. So okay. if you guys ever want to make, make Wait, a really? movie, for yeah, she went to the Institute of Art here in Schaumburg. Why am I just finding this out? Uh, <laughs> she's a filmographer. She's a video editor. She why am I just she finding writes, this out? She writes all the time. I'm gonna. We'll talk after this. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. Need, we need to coordinate. That's like uh, I've told Moses to tell you. Hey, if you guys He's ever have never, group projects, Moses only talks about himself. If That's you guys <laughs> ever have group projects, not to sorry to get personal here, podcast people, but uh, this is very important to me because my wife loves the shit. So yeah, uh, if you guys ever have group projects that you're doing, let me know. Let her know. She oh. is always. Oh, she's got her own equipment. Like she's ready Why to fucking go. This, this is. Big. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up and yeah. then we'll continue the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I just, I just want to say, so how are you saying how he, like, I don't know, got in the mindset by sitting that way? It was yeah. weird. So I was getting, I'm writing this new story about this person's life and stuff like that. So it's like, it, it deals with their relationship. I'm trying to not give away too much. So it deals with the relationship, right? So I'm mm -hmm. thinking, I'm like writing and I'm like, okay, what I like to do is kind of put a song on really low so I can barely hear it. But so it's yeah. there to like subliminal messaging. Lo-fi hip hop. Well, not, Dude, let's run it. Not not necessarily lo-fi, but just low volume. Yeah. You know okay. I mean? So like, gotcha. I was like, okay, what song kind of fits this mood, right? And Chopin. a song that I came up with, um, you had me at hello by uh, a day to remember. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that song. I mean, I probably have. Good, I just yeah, it's, it's, it's a good song. It's chill. But like, I was like, I think that'll set me in the mood. So I put that song on right, and I start writing, and I'm like reading. She like gave me like notes and stuff that like have to deal with yeah. the story. So I'm looking through the notes, right, <laughs> and I scroll down. And there's a part in her nose where she's like, I pulled up in my driveway and I was thinking about him. And this, and in my car, the song "You Had Me at Hello" starts playing, and I'm like, Creepy. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you like, it was yes. so weird, dude. I was like, dude, this is so weird, bro. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Hey, music's got that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you ever want to talk, I want to have a podcast about music. I, yes. I think I, I think I know. You, yes. I think I've told you guys this, but I'm a. I'm a synesthet. I have synesthesia. Oh, really? Yes. When I listen to music, I see fucking colors. It's no really? shit. It's a gift and a curse. I've never, like, I've never heard of anyone who has that, but I've heard of I've heard that. of only one other person. But she like yeah. sees people as colors. So she's like, oh, well, yeah, about and, this th well, and there's different levels. Like, yeah. uh, like, because uh, I was when I found out, like, it, it's happened with my whole time and uh, like my whole life, and then I finally talked to the doctor about it. I thought it was yeah. just like weird. Right. Yeah. Which technically I still am, but right. You're not. You're not. Uh, he's like, average. no, it's it's actually like. It's not common. uncommon. Yeah, it's common. Um, but I have a really cool one. <laughs> some people are not as blessed mm -hmm. because some people are like, it fucks their uh, world up. I'll put it to you like this: There's a lady, I believe it's somewhere in Europe or maybe even somewhere in the states where she associates certain names with different tastes in her mouth. So like, oh boy, Jordan could taste like cupcakes. Ooh, shit. <laughs> Eric <laughs> like could Jordan. taste like lead in her mouth. Yeah. So imagine working in an everyday office and you then say someone's saying name? Eric all day and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a question for you, but I feel like I should save it for. <laughs> yeah, after, after, after. Yeah. Anyways, basketball. Michael Jordan's a fucking goat. LeBron James might get there. 
It's not there yet. Sorry to break your heart, people. No. Michael Jordan has happen. the best, most impressive career. I agree. You can't you can't go wrong with six rings. Yeah. Undefeated in the undefeated. playoffs. I mean I mean it, to make everybody happy, as we see it, you know, for what we know. Yeah. Cause who knows, right? Because like you, like the way you put it before was that Michael Jordan comes along, changes the fucking game, people start fouling a whole new role, right? Yeah. And now we're in this whole different era of like, hey, there's actually like more than one person on the team. Well, that and the three points. <laughs> Steph changed the game. The three Steph changed the game. Yeah, and, and that's another. Uh, Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's another reason why. No, you're, no, you're good. I. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to bring up. Is like yeah. these things evolve. There's mm-hmm. nothing. This is not a thing in a vacuum, right? No, no, no. <laughs> so no. like you, you could say okay, like Jordan was good here. LeBron was good here, and now we're going somewhere completely new. Yeah. Right. And it's all on a continuum. And it's going to keep happening. Like, when you look at the young guys coming up, like, right. Zion Williamson yeah. on the Duke, who's freak oh, of fucking dude. nature on a, on a completely oh. different level than LeBron. Zion even. is. Oh, there's a game. Zion's playing right now, but Zion yeah, makes first, LeBron uh, look small. Whoa. Yeah, when the dude is 285 eight. pounds, has like a 40-inch vertical. Six, eight. He's 6'8". <laughs> and he's only 18. He's fast as fuck. Yeah, he's gonna be Wait. in the league next year, and he's gonna he's, just dunk he's over only eighteen, yes, and he's two eighty five, six well, eight. Look at, yes. look at this is his first year in college. He's not even halfway through. I'm five six. No, they're, I'm like they're, a they're goddamn midget next to that dude. Oh, for sure. <laughs> look at some of this kid's highlights. It's retarded. Dude, this <laughs> Zion retarded. is Zion is probably the next like thing. You know, and what you mean? know what's crazy? A dude on his team, RJ Barrett, mm-hmm. is probably one of the most skilled players I've seen. Come on, it's yeah. coming what? out of college. And, and Zion what? makes him look like a normal-ass yeah, player. Normal ass dude. I think that's a really good place to end this yeah. and break it up in, yeah. a, in like six months from now and see where that goes yeah. because draft party, let's go. Hey, I'm, if I'm you want to do it. I'm down. Oh, yeah. I can. More excited see, for the NFL. That's, one, the, though, that's yeah. the beauty about this NFL fucking draft. podcast is I get to make the goddamn rules. Mm-hmm. And if people don't want to listen, they don't have to. <laughs> and on that note, I guess... All of your uh, fans can go fuck themselves. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. Give me your money. <laughs> you just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode.